This week on the BAMFCAST, Stone Cold is going to deliver his hot package right into your face. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, hey BAMFCAST. BAMFCAST. Episode 166? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nintendo 166. And we'd like to point out that Chuck... Is here. He's <laughs> now been here for Hi. more than half the cast. This I've seen. Well, technically, it's, a, it's like an anniversary. Unless we, unless we count like <laughs> the don't. five episodes he took off right after we let him join. I was mm. dying. Yeah, <laughs> you're, the, you're that guy that we offer you a job and then you take sick days. Like sure, a week and a half later. I didn't mean to. Okay, well, yeah. strictly by numbers. Yes, yeah, strictly by numbers. Chuck has been here at least for eighty-three episodes. Great. So Give good job, take. Chuck. Thank you. Keep up the work. Okay. But besides Chuck here, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. And I'm Chuck. And he's hey, Chuck. Hey, oh, hey, hey, Chuck. How about that? And what we do each and every of these 166 episodes of the BFCast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. And then we come in here and we talk about it for the first half. And then, <laughs> I see what you did. Yeah. Yeah. And then these bad movies, they get a rating. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. Get one to five jocks as in robot jocks. Yeah, Hooray. all right. Huzzah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and the bad, bad movies, as in Stay Away, they get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, as in douchebags after Twilight. <sighs> Yucko. No. Boo. No. Gross. No. So, now that Blaxploitation History Month is over with, Aww. it's time to move on. Forget. Remember. Love. But we decided to do a new movie. Brand a new. brand spanking new movie. Released on Literally. Redbox straight on to Tuesday this week. Straight to DVD. Yep. It's 2000 or 2012, even though it was released in 2013. Mm-hmm. The Package, starring Ooh. Stone Cold Steve Austin and Hell Dolph yeah! Lundgren. Right. Yes. Bamfcast alum, men, Dolph Lundgren. men of action. Yeah, both Bamfcast yeah. alums. Oh, yeah. They've been here many times. They're our best friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. So We're let's get a uh, plot summary for The Package out of the way so we can talk more about it. All right. Do it. All Tommy Wick had to do is deliver a package to a rival crime lord nicknamed the German. It seems like a routine job until another gang tries to hijack the precious cargo and Tommy has to fight every inch of the way to deliver it safely. The problem is the package isn't what Tommy was led to believe. And now he's in even deeper than he ever thought was possible. Possible. Every inch of his package was fought. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Or something. A hard fought package. That is what you heard. That is what someone wrote. That is what I read. Yeah, it's accurate. So the package. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's rate it. The package. <laughs> All right. So. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Steve Austin plays a collections guy for. A collections agent for. Uh, uh, some shark, kind of loan sharky Chase, guy. For Doug. Yeah. But he seems Dick like Doug. a higher up Dick loan Doug. shark guy. Like, yeah, he's like the guy like, you know, like other than like. Hey, he's your tier three collections yeah. guy. Sure. <laughs> like the one that's like, we're going to take away your house. A.K.A. your life. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that guy. But the, the movie opens and we're treated to a how it's made uh, montage of a behind the scenes of a bowling alley. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah. It is. All the pin setters and the ball returns, things like that, but all close ups. And it's just like, hey, mechanical stuff while doom, credits doom, are happening. Doom, mm-hmm. doom, doom. And then it kind of goes down the lane and some asshole guys are bowling and one guy's all braggadocious about this is how you bowl blah blah aim here blah 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 and then he doesn't even bowl a strike no he like talks he's like, shit and he's yeah. like I'm gonna show you guys how it's done yeah. That's how and it's then he gets done. like a seven yeah. and then he's like three pins he's I'm like awesome. yeah you see what I'm telling you and they're all like yeah you're, you're awesome at bowling dude yeah, you, mm-hmm. were, you were an average bowler whatever bro and he's like yeah oh I, I bet you a Franklin I'd get a spare 
Does anybody mm-hmm. call him Franklin? Yeah, he did. He, a fresh Franklin. I mean, he does. Yeah, but he does. No one says that. But movie's yeah. made in Canada. They don't know. Anyway, they're just talking and talking and talking. Meanwhile, we see Steve Austin and his little sidekick guy roll up outside. They come walking into the bowling alley. The guy picks up the spare. Whoop they do. And then <laughs> I want to note something. Yeah. That they use a dubstep drop. Oh, they do. When, <laughs> yeah. when they start walking in. Yeah. So, yeah, they get a sick drop when they get out of the car. They like, do. The arrival of the bad guys. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, they, they come in and the guy's still blah, 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 talking, ducking, talking. And mm-hmm. Stone Cold, like, kind of gives this little nod to the bowling alley. Like, the, the guy, like, the shoe return guy. Yes. I guess he's the manager, whatever, the bowling alley. And the yeah. guy's just like, all right, I got your back or whatever. And they go and they grab the guy who was talking a lot, start threatening him when, you know, when are you going to pay up the money, blah, blah, blah. And this kind of starts this little fracas. It's a fight. All the buddies yeah. kind of jump in and they get their asses whipped oh, pretty God. quick. Stone Cold starts well, yeah, wrecking well, dudes almost immediately. Yeah. Well, yeah, the one dude pulls a gun on him and that just, it just makes him just laugh. a dumb idea. Like, yeah. Whatever, he, buddy. Well, he's, he yeah, he's grabs like, the gun and smacks him in the throat with it and it makes the most satisfying like metal like sharp metallic ring with a good nice good like meat thud yes. yeah. m- married to it Ugh. yeah just credit to the sound editors Fully, on this yeah. film mm-hmm. good job because it's they're good like like you know shell casings hitting ground mm-hmm. oh yeah and, and just the right amount of punch when dudes get punched well i think somebody gets hit with a uh a, a beer mug too and it kind of gives a nice like cling shatter noise yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah, they sell they sell a lot of that, and that was the first instance where it was immediately like that was a good dude getting hit in the face with a gun sound. Yes. Yeah, and then like and that's what we like. Yeah, yeah. Chuck doesn't like it, but no, no, we no, like I'm, it. I'm glad we have that category. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude getting hit face with a gun. Yeah. Yes, checklist. Yeah, we'll go on our Golden Jocks Awards yeah. checklist. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But then mouthy guy starts to run out, and this is where the bowling alley manager apparently this was the nod because he mm-hmm. pulls a shotgun on this guy. And he's like, "You ain't coming out this way." Yeah. <laughs> he goes like. You're still wearing my <laughs> shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was and the st- dude, instead of taking him off, is just pleading his case. Come on, man, just let me go. Yeah, just let me go, I'll man. Be here every week. Yeah, just kick off your shoes, bro, and <laughs> run out the door. <laughs> in your sock. Meanwhile, Steve Austin and his buddy are just th- like throwing guys over railing mm-hmm. and smashing them into. I don't. It was like, like a, it was like a framed poster or something, but. Yeah, just glass some, just going everywhere. Like yeah. things that oh, an excuse to break things. It was like a light box that the guy went through. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it was a fire extinguisher holster. Oh, okay. Thing. It was some kind of thing. Something. That that, Either way, yeah. they beat the hell out of these guys, and eventually the guy they they film it pretty well, where the guy is is filling the frame with his face, pleading his case, and all of a sudden his face just gets yanked out, <laughs> yeah. and the next cut is Steve Austin dragging the guy behind him, mm-hmm. and they proceed to put his face on the ball return. Yeah. And they're like, where's the money, Lebowski? We want our money, Lebowski. Yeah. And his little buddy who's over there grabbing bowling balls and intentionally throwing gutter balls just to get mm-hmm. the ball down there quicker. And mm-hmm. Yeah. And man, they show the ball. like, And that's when they go back to the machinery. And they show that ball rocketing through yeah, they, whatever they the ball return the film, mechanism like, I don't know, by 10. Yeah. Because really, the ball coming out at that time is really not going to do much damage to this dude. But... They're building it to be like, oh god, his yeah. face is going to get yeah. smashed. They let children play Tear around those things. I think it'll be okay. Off. Yeah, yeah, but they catches the first one like mm-hmm. right before it hits his face, and they're like, yeah, you better. This is serious. And mm-hmm. then they'll think, you know, he's like, oh, I guess I'll get you the money, maybe. And so like, he lets well, he the says second maybe, ball. and then Steve Austin goes, maybe never get anything yeah. done. So he basically lets the second one hit him, hit him in the face, and it just yeah. breaks you know, his nose, yeah, busts his nose, and 
then he takes a Polaroid. That's like his thing. <laughs> he yeah. takes a Polaroid of this guy all laid out and nose broken. Yeah. I guess it's, it's like, to show his boss, Doug. Yeah, boss. Yeah. Take a look. His most threatening boss, <laughs> Doug. Big Doug. Well, his name is Sorry. Tommy. I mean, you know, we got Doug yeah. and Tommy, and they will remind you of their names. This yeah, is Rugrats. No one has good names in this movie. They, no. the, the, the one problem with this movie is names. Everyone's They're all first like, draft names. Billy and Tommy. And <laughs> or, or or it almost reeks of the fact, like, when he wrote it, they had names that were in other movies, and they're like, well, shit, we got to change this to something. Probably. You know, so then you just end up taking the most generic names. Well, the thing is, like, you can sell Tommy as a badass name, but he has to be, like, an Irish dude. Like, yeah. like, yeah. like hey, a badass Tommy Mulligan or something. But not, <laughs> not, like, Steve Austin is not a badass Tommy. No, he's not Tommy. <laughs> no. Not at all. Yeah. Whatever. Thomas yeah. would have been all right. Sure, yeah, whatever. But, yeah, they bust Thomas. his face. They take the Polaroid to the mob boss, or the, the loan shark boss, Doug. Doug. And they're basically just like, hey, <laughs> he'll pay. Doug. I Doug. think he'll pay. And they just kind of establish that he's got a decent relationship with this dude. And the, the and Doug seems to trust Tommy to mm-hmm. handle his business properly. Oh, hey, boy, oh. And this is when, trust you, Tommy. and this, and he pretty much Doug offers him a job where he's like, "All right, well, here's your next thing. You got to take this thing to this guy, the German. <laughs> you have to take the package. Yeah, the package, which is like this little. It's like a leather bound book looking thing. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty cool looking little prop. But he gives it to him, and he's like, "Well, yeah, you don't want to know what's in it." Yeah, and I, Steve Austin is very much like, yeah, I don't want to know. Yeah, fine, whatever. I just but figured it was going to be like the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. It was yeah. just going to be a thing, and yeah, who knows? It more or less was pretty much. Yeah. It's come to find out. Maybe. But but what he says is, you know, your brother owes us a lot of money. I'll you do this, I'll erase his debt. Blah blah blah. You know, basically giving him stakes and a reason not to just go. Yeah, you know what? Just send Ted from accounting, and he'll take care of it. Yeah, you know, FedEx the thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, nope, Tommy's got to go. Yeah, he goes to visit his brother, who's like the, wasn't he like the police officer in Freddy versus Jason? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. he's from Dead Men on Campus, and yeah. oh it's, wow, it's yeah, Lachlan he was. Monroe. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Weird. Okay, <laughs> kind of fallen a little bit, but yeah, he was in uh, Night of the Roxbury, and I mean, like late nineties was yeah, in he was everything. all over the place, and then he vanished. Yeah, like his like his fired his agent or something. He might have been on a CW show or something. I don't oh, know. God, <laughs> probably, but yeah. But anyway, yeah, he's basically talking to his brother and I, I don't know the brother scenes feel kind of pointless to me there's a lot of that in this movie there there he should have just been a brother in name like you know he was out there but he didn't need to go see him yeah probably. he didn't yeah. need to just go see him right. in the clink exactly patent of running time yeah. yeah well they do that plenty more because right after this after he's like okay i'll do this to erase my brother's debt we go see dolph the first time and dolph the german is going to meet <laughs> with this other guy to kind of have this weird little sit down meeting because mm-hmm. apparently he pulled a heist and it was this other other guy's silver silver or something it, like it was that's what he refers to it. yeah yeah um, mm-hmm. but yeah it's just like it's kind of weird because like they do this thing like well you know you kind of stole what I was gonna steal and I don't like that but eh, let's you know let's have a drink and we'll forget about it this one mm-hmm. time yeah yeah but this establishes that everyone calls him the German uh huh yes yeah. like German. to his face it's not like yeah and he actually go said, find the German does he know. does he call him German or does he actually call him the German? I think the first time he says German, he calls him German. Yeah, though. yeah. But then everyone else calls him the German, the German. at some point. The German. But. Yeah, but like his henchmen are in the kitchen he's, of this place that he's hanging yeah. out in, and they're all you know putting on the ski masks, and I mean they're all dressed like the spy from Team Fortress. Yeah, you know, they all have like the suits on, but they got the ski mask on, and you know, there's a reason guns. for that. Yeah. Why? So they could just have random guys that they could keep using the same five stuntmen sure. over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're all like in the kitchen and like finally he's like, hey, you hungry German? Let me go talk to the chef. And yeah. basically like, all right, guys, go murder this guy. Mm-hmm. And Dolph knows. Yeah. 
he's 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 keen and he's already eyed this apparently the world's sharpest butter knife that's on one of the tables yeah. in this restaurant. I guess maybe it was a steak knife, but whatever. He, yeah, he but eyes still, knife. way frighteningly sharp for something they give you in a restaurant. Yeah. But because like this, they they start to come around the corner, and before like the first guy can fire, he's stabbing the dude and then turning him around and using him as a human bullet shield mm. as an amazing human bullet shield. Yeah. This dude soaks up bullets like maybe, the best sponge yeah, soaking up water ever. Maybe he like put his bulletproof vest on backwards. So it stopped bullets from coming out of his back <laughs> instead. <laughs> maybe I don't know, but this guy gets like a couple hundred rounds at least. Yeah. Into him. And Dolph is just, you know, well, it's weird. Cause like first he was having trouble trying to fire that guy's gun. It, the start of the shooting is awkward. Yeah. It's in slow motion and everyone's pulling triggers and it's sort of like all the guns are clicking, but nothing's firing. And it's like, what is this? Some sort of weird divine intervention going on here. And then just mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, firefight. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like eventually, yeah, eventually he gets the gun working and he shoots back and kills those the dudes. And then there's and he like does another, gangster style too, where he's got it oh, you yeah, know, he does. turned to the side. And, yeah. And then oh, there's yeah. another wave of guys, probably the same guys, as you said, yep. waiting in the kitchen. And that they go out. And well, I love that the boss comes back there. He's like, go get out there and kill him. Go, and go. they're just like, kill him. Dude, I just saw Frank get his shit shot. <laughs> yeah. but I don't know if I want to do this, dude. Yeah. That guy's only got a knife. I work in accounting. God, I'm not prepared for this. I have a wife and children. I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Dolph climbs into the ceiling. Yeah, he goes into a vent. Yeah, he like, because, you know. Sneaky Dolph. It always works that way. Yep. But yeah, he, he and then he drops into the kitchen behind them as they're all like waiting to go out. And he has the best look. He's just like, hmm. well, I guess I got to kill a bunch of guys again. <laughs> yeah. And then he proceeds to kill a bunch of guys again with the knife, the same with knife. the knife. Yeah. yeah. He just, he just like, starts stabbing the shit out yeah. of everybody. Yeah. And then it, like he gets to the last then, guy and he's just like he, he shoots him. Like, well, 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 he looks at it like he's stabbed the guy, but the guy's like laying on the ground moaning and mm-hmm. he goes. They didn't turn out how you thought it would. Did it? And then he shoots him. <laughs> she puts right. like forty bullets into him, mm-hmm. and then we see the the, the other boss uh, was cowering around behind the corner, and he's mm-hmm. kind of like looking back into the kitchen with all the dead guys, and we're kind of like expecting Dolph to pop up any second. We're kind of wondering how Dolph is going to pop up and murder this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's because we wait a little bit longer, and finally, fist comes through the wall, <laughs> yeah. which yep. we love. Yes, yes. just always the best. And kind of knocks him out a little bit, you know, pulls him back against the wall, sort of knocks him out, mm-hmm. then comes around the corner and, and gut stabs him. Yes. Yep. Then his plan is he walks over to the sink, gingerly washes the knife that he's just murdered like eight dudes with, uh-huh. mm-hmm. puts it in one of those little silver holders like in a restaurant, pulls up a chair and, and watches and, and, him yeah, die. Basically sits here and watches him die. Pulls out a flask. Yeah. Pulls and just out sits and drinks yeah, and watches yeah. that dude die. Yeah. And then when he's dead, he's just like. Well, he hears the sirens, and he's like, I guess, right, I, guess guys, I should go. Guy's dead, and I should probably go. <laughs> right. And that's the end, end of the scene. Yeah. Yeah, there are nice little touches with everything Dolph does mm-hmm. in this movie. And and they're usually punctuating the end of the scene. Sure. Yeah. Which is nice, because usually these scenes are not are never quite sure how to end. Yeah. It's just you know, like, short uh, of just, just having a guy walk out of the room. Yeah, just cut to something. Yeah. Well, especially, I mean, if you think about, like, Dolph scenes in The Expendables, where it's just like, it just, they really didn't know how to end. Mm-hmm. It's just like... Him just like uh, drugs, something I don't know. Yeah. I'm a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, like he's just got like this nice little. I don't know. These are people who know how to write for Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's got like, got like got a nice swagger and a nice little weird character thing that he has going on mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah, but think, it, it definitely establishes you don't mess with Dolph yeah. in this movie. No, the German, the German. Yeah. So Steve Austin now goes home. Uh, 
where we see his Stone wife in a, in a towel, you know, Tits McGee, the wife in towel, mm-hmm. yes. standing there, and they're like, well, we don't recognize her. She's probably going to get naked. <laughs> nah. No, not so much, no, but no. Nah. There's some tender moments. Yeah, yeah. she puts yeah. a little jazz on the, on the LP. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they make a little sweet love and then cut to the morning, and she does what every wife in every movie with Men of Action does, which is, oh, you're a criminal. You probably shouldn't be a criminal anymore. You're a man of action. Stop all this action. <laughs> yeah, right yeah. go be a Even bouncer. Even if it means we're broke. <laughs> go be a bouncer again. Uh-huh. And our children have to go to public school. Don't they do whatever you're doing. She ain't got no children. No, but right. just, that's the, the generic yeah. sort right. of wet blanket Christmas rush act, call man of action there. wife. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I like it. Yeah, so I mean, it's just, it's basically, she's just there for that. Like, oh, what you do is dangerous. Do you really have to do it? Go back to being a bouncer. Blah. Yeah, and he's basically <laughs> like, um, well, and he's basically like, do you like money? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to make better money than yeah. working for Doug. That's why I have to work for Doug. <laughs> Doug. Doug. Big Doug. Big Doug. Big Doug. <laughs> Big Doug. My favorite video game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then cut to the next morning. He and, uh, he and his partner guy are just, Driving down the road. Yep. Going to somewhere going, in Washington. Driving, driving up going Washington to going to Canada. Yeah. Riding mm-hmm. along in my automobile. Yep. Don't go to Steve Austin. Yeah, and the partner the is just like, I want to know what's in the package. I'm going to open this damn thing. <laughs> and, and, and Steve Austin's just like, dude, uh, don't. I suggest you don't do that. Yeah. I'm uh, twice I your size. You I suggest you don't. Now, this is this would, is a weird kind of shot because they're, they're kind of going through this small town. And the guy's kind of like, fuck it. I'm going to look in the package. Because there's like one of those little binder, like uh, mm-hmm. rubber bandy type things around it, and like he kind of like opens it up, and then is immediately shot in the head. And yeah. like it for, seems like the for, book shot him. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, that's what I thought. I was thought like, oh, they were going to deliver the package to Dolph, and it was going to shoot him, and yeah. now he's fucked up this assassination plot or something. <laughs> and I was like, it's nothing that complicated. Yeah, no. the way no, it's this is a Stone Cold Steve Austin. Movie. I mean, it is literally as he's cracking open the book. Exactly, the bullet pierces his skull. Right. I'm like, holy shit, the package shot him. Mm-hmm. But no, it was no. random snipers because mm-hmm. like he gets shot. Stone Cold kind of goes, oh fuck, and swerves the car yeah. into his park. partner gets shot, but he swerves the car. All over the fucking road and f- flips it off a ditch and well he well hits he like hits cars. another car yeah, and yeah. Flips hits, it. yeah and as happens it. in movies yeah. this propels your car upward instead of yes. underneath right. the parked car but right yes because upward is always more awesome than your car just got wedged well underneath yeah there was a ramp bumper awesome mm-hmm. yeah there was a ramp there you there. go so but yeah so he flips the car and it just. This thing rolls for a while. Sure. Slides down. Slides yeah. right in front of the store, to which we all joke, you can't park here. <laughs> it's just like, it's, it pulls right up in front of the store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But luckily, no one lives in this town. Right. No. <laughs> because like, he's Only all, Seth Green. He's all dazed and like, gets out of the car and is like, oh, I better grab the package and does. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and and, and, and sees we, that his buddy's clearly shot through the head. He's like, yeah, no saving him. Right. So mm-hmm. time and to move then on. we finally kind of see the feet of like, oh, there were gunmen that did this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his plan is he, is he runs into the store that he just, they just slid up in front of. <laughs> this you know little hipster kid that apparently is working there like wearing uh, earbuds comes out and Steve's like you better get out of here kid and, and the kid just stands like, there and at stares him. at him like, like, huh? I mean and he, you look out the window you see dudes walking around with high powered machine guns yeah and combat boots you know yeah. they're general badass and they've all got gear. and they've all got little headsets on yeah. so like little bluetooth douchebags yeah li- little <laughs> little <laughs> note <bags>. for everyone <laughs> if dudes are walking around town <laughs> little little note <laughs> Little life advice for everyone out there. Uh huh. If dudes are wearing all black combat boots, walking around with guns, and they've got earpieces in, yeah, get as far away from those people as you possibly can. Always. Good, a- good idea. 
because they will kill you just for being in the area. Hide your kids. Hide yep. your wife. Hide your wife. <laughs> yeah. But no. What happens is, of course, they're like, he's in the store. So, and, and, they, and the, he also like yells at the girl for using his first name. He's like, not over the radio. Yeah, for no like, and it's like, who cares? Like, yeah, there's nobody in this town. Like this kid who runs the store. The town barely has phones, let yeah. alone anything that could hear your radio transmission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they come in and and they like walk up and they walk past the dude who is still standing right there as as Tommy has crawled into the back of the store and is right. hiding behind you know stocks of God knows what. Mm-hmm. It's Lays, a very weirdly laid chips. out store or yeah. dog food. I can't tell which. Yeah. It's some sort of but big bag. Cheetos. Yeah. Yeah. And. <laughs> And they, you know, they just, he, like, they nod at the kid mm-hmm. and just kind of walk by and he just kind of stands there. And then, yeah, like, one, one dude just kind of points a gun at him. It's just like, like yeah. fuck you, kid, for being here. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, yeah, they're just like, is anyone else out there? He's like, no. And he's like, all right. Yeah. Kid's dead. <laughs> yep. And they're like, we know you're there, so come on out. And, of course, Steve Austin is not going to come out. Come out, come out, he's wherever not stupid. you are. Yeah. And... Eventually, this leads to him just like one guy, like the main leader dude, who was also in a uh, tactical force. Yes, he was one of the myriad Forces. dudes in that st- in that movie that got wrecked. Yes, lots of dudes. Yeah, is that uh, Darren Shalavi? Yeah, sure. Okay, Shalavi. 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 Yep. But yeah, he uh, Salami. <laughs> Steve Austin just knocks him out immediately. Mm-hmm. Grabs the gun and shoots one of the other dudes who was just kind of walking around. And then the last one, <laughs> the last one's like, well, shit, everyone's dead. What the, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. And so he starts, you know, he's stalking around going, you can come out now. And they keep showing shots of Steve Austin's face. Looks like he's struggling with something. And then BJ goes, he's going from the top rope. Isn't he? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and immediately from the top of one of the shelves, Steve yep. Austin comes and just knocks this guy down and they get in a, Pretty decent fist fight. But he lets out a good combat yell when he drops yeah. down Rah! on the guy. Well, well, this guy stands up and he's like, he's not a tiny dude, but no. he's kind of like got weird, like almost like an Errol Flynn, like yeah. goatee thing going yeah. on. Yeah. And then like he opens his mouth. He's like, I will fight you. It was yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, it's like the dude yeah. was in witness relocation and was being interviewed by the news or something. And it was just like, that's the voice they give the right. anonymous person on the news. Yeah, it was weird, but yeah, this- but it turns into one of those like, all right, let's see how tough you are. Mm-hmm. Let's fight. Yeah, let's both put out our guns and fight yeah. and they fight mm-hmm. and fight and fight and fight and fight. And eventually yeah. this guy kind of pulls out like, I think it's like a combination like brass knuckles it with is. a little like knife coming out the bottom. Yeah, it's, it's like a, a raptor claw. Knife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want one of those. It's pretty sweet. Go yeah, to the gun show, man. Not street legal. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, the, he you know slices Austin a couple times, and again with the good Foley kind of stuff. Like, there's like, one time, yeah, you'll hear the well, you hear the knife go, and then like one time you hear, yeah, yeah. it's like that's yeah. the time it gets him in the chest or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ugh. that's the one part where movies always like, not necessarily like the gutting, but the all knives make a shing. Well, of course they do. They do through the air. Just and through the air. every gun when you pick it up goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always cocking right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Sound guy went a little nuts with this, sure. but he didn't. It wasn't obnoxiously so. No, yeah, it was it's just, just it's movie but, yeah. thing. Eventually, Steve Austin like gets the guy spun around, takes the brass knuckles for himself, <laughs> and then just starts punching him in the face over and over and over and mm-hmm. over and over. This is a theme we will come to yeah. find out. Yeah. Yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin's and once again, moves. 
great painful sounding sound effects on those mm-hmm. crunch 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 yeah yeah and about this time the two people that have been out in the van the whole time which is the one the one lady in their group and the one black guy in the group they've mm-hmm. kind of like this is taking an awful long time what's going on <laughs> well, it got and quiet the black, all the, the black time, man gets out and he's just like fuck it you know what time <laughs> yeah. to go to i'm work. just gonna take care of this and she's like well, what are you doing and he pulls out you know, it's like the gun that you unlock in Call of Duty when yeah. you've reached a certain point and you have like it's like a, it's got a clip of like it's supposed to be a mounted machine gun. Yeah, yeah like it's a, like yeah. a, a tripod, M2 yeah. or an M60. It's a yeah. big ass like belt yeah. fed machine gun. Thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he just like holds it and like mows down this entire shop mm-hmm. in slow mo. You know, in slow mo, of course. And tracers and yep. he does not have good gun face though. No, no, he has bored gun. Yeah, face. I didn't like that. He has a maybe a stony complexion. Yeah, yeah. a cold visage. I think. I, I think like the first shot or two catches him off guard. Yeah, because his lips are like. Whoa. Whoa. But then the rest of the time he's just like, I am shooting a gun. <laughs> A yeah. lot. This is kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not really having as much fun as he should have. But yeah, he like, and of course, he never aims low. He's always shooting. No, he's shooting up in the rafters. Up in the rafters and high. And yeah. Steve well, Austin literally punches his way out of the back of the building. Yeah, he yeah, punches well, himself a door. Yeah. And then so just goes well, running while down the, other the guy, While the leader guy wakes up and is like, what the fuck's yeah. going on yeah. here? Yeah, yeah. He over my head. He apparently crawls out and goes out to the guy. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're all <laughs> shopping. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, now everybody knows we're here. Yeah. So we have to leave. We're just like, no, nobody knows you're here because no. nobody lives here. <laughs> you killed the one you guy. Killed the, yeah. Population the one. Didn't you yeah. see the sign? Population one. Now they got to put population zero because you killed that kid. So there's like a tiny little smoke screen going on and Austin just goes running down the street while the van drives away. I mean, you, you could just look both ways down the street yeah. and see, hey, there's Austin running down the street, but mm-hmm. no, the van just drives Good off. Good stunt and, limp by Austin, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. although I think that's just him not being able to run anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's kind of had a lot of knee injuries. Yeah. So, it's, so it's method acting. Yeah, basically. yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> like, I don't need any motivation. Yeah, Steve Austin, <laughs> method <run>. actor. <laughs> yes. I don't think he has the voice. No, I don't think he does either. He just has, you know, metal plates. In <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but, um, yeah, but he, he ends up stealing somebody's motorcycle and just taking off. Yeah, it's it's the classic, like, you know, motorcycle sitting here. And uh, my favorite thing in movies is that all motorcycle helmets fit everybody. Oh, whoever, yeah. Whoever comes to yeah. motorcycle. And mm-hmm. everyone leaves the keys yeah. in the motorcycle, too. Sure. You know. Small town. The usual. Who's going to steal that dude's motorcycle? Yeah. Steve Austin. Yeah. 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 Well, hey, man, you ever leave a motorcycle unattended? Steve, Steve Austin, Austin, Austin will take it. Roving gangs of yeah. Steve Austin's will show <laughs> up and steal exactly. your... <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, the, I guess there's kind of a weird cut here because I guess... I guess the van people basically decided, hey, we didn't find Steve Austin. So they go to the gas station where he stole the Oh, the, the, the one guy said he he uh, he went to the gas station. Somehow he knew he, he went just, to the gas station. Right. Wait, turn around. He went to the gas station. So yeah. they go to the gas station, and the leader guy has the attendant, the gas station attendant, tied up. Yeah. And, and he's apparently Bleeding. watching the, the security cam footage yeah. of him stealing the bike. And he's just like... Did you tell the cops? And he's like, I told the cops just what I told you, that I saw the guy steal the bike. And I, that's it. And he's like, and he's saying something about like, oh, I was in the shit. Yeah. Yeah. There's a big long speech about the shit. And he's got this, you know, crazy curved knife thing. And he just comes behind the, you know, attendant guy. And we don't see it on screen, but you just hear, ching, you know, yeah. like, cuts this guy's neck. Well, so, and then you hear like, yeah, like yeah, you hear splatter squirt. noises. <laughs> yeah. It's just Splat. like, this is two, you know, minimum wage dudes in this movie that this Guy yeah. is killed. The two guy, the population <laughs> yeah. was two when they rolled into town. Yeah. The backbone it's of this now. community. This is why this guy in the store looks say, so shocked. Is because someone came into a store that wasn't <laughs> yeah. like the gas station. Yeah, guy. it wasn't right. the other guy. They just shopped at each other's stores. Yeah, yeah. they've but just I been did. passing money back and forth <laughs> right. for the last six years. Yeah. But that now dude must have gotten like. <laughs> I wonder if that dude just got shitty service all throughout his life. 
Maybe. And now he's like, this is the time I can finally just kill all these people that sure. wouldn't help me. Seems that way. He gave me incorrect change. <laughs> now he's got to die. I don't like wearing shoes. They wouldn't let me in their store. Now they die. Splat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how he murders the population of that town. Yep. And then this is when they go back to Dolph. Mm-hmm. We don't really know what's going on, but he's sitting like in this really nice house, but like everything's covered in plastic. Yeah. And he's got every type of fruit you can think of out mm-hmm. in and bowls on a table. Well, a fruit. Is it? Yeah. It's got seeds. Seeds in the middle. Okay. I never knew that. I knew tomatoes, <laughs> but not cucumber. You know. right. So I just learned hey, something. Once learning again. Learning your shit out there. Yeah. Woo. Learning. Learning but, uh, shit. <laughs> yeah, he's got them all, and he's got a blender sitting there. And then he's just like, did you know that mangoes are the... <laughs> did you know mangoes have plenty of vitamin C? Yeah. He's got and they've got, got antioxidants. He's got and also Sean blueberries. Yeah. yeah, it's like if you can imagine a combination of Dolph and Sean Connery, that's kind of like he's what doing it. he does in yeah. this movie. It's weird. But he's like, mangoes are packed with vitamin C. <laughs> starting to sound like Dikembe Mutombo now. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. no cucumbers but, in but my yeah, house. But he's given this whole speech and then finally the camera kind of pans and then you see there's like two bodies on the floor mm-hmm. and then you see this dude tied up in a chair. He's like, oh, don't hurt me, man. He's he's been, well, he's like, I'm dying, man. He's yeah. been what gut are you stabbed doing? also, yeah. Yeah. You're the... And Dolph's like, I got yeah. stabbed like a mackerel, which I eat <laughs> <Yeah>. with toast. <laughs> Pickled mackerel. Yeah, he stops him. He's like, rye toast. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what? And all and this I is basically. I fucking love yeah, Dolph in this He's movie. trying yeah. to get a name. He's trying to like, who, yeah, who sent like, you to? Who sent you? And yeah. he walks over and he pulls the dude's wallet out of his jacket. And he's like. I'm going to go to this house. Yeah, and maybe gonna, I can go to 1563. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to take. A pair of pliers and gasoline and a blood, some bolt a cutters. Torch, some bolt <laughs> this cutters. is another yeah. running theme in this movie of like threatening, finding people's address and threatening other yeah. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, I'll yeah. go to 612 Wharf yeah. Avenue and, kill and so the everyone. dude, yeah, dude he goes, like, he goes it's up. this guy. Yeah, he tells him I'm patient, yeah. I'm creative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guy just gives up though. He's just yeah. like, it's, it was it's Mr. X or whoever. And Anthony. Yeah. And then. Dolph, Dolph like, like barely looks back and shoots him twice. Yeah, it's like whatever. And then, oh, and, know, then and then he goes misery. punctuates the scene perfectly oh, by turning Dolph. on that blender and yeah. making a smoothie. Well, he he picks up the top <laughs> and yes. puts it on. Yes, and flips on the blender and then just kind of <laughs> flops his hand down on the top like I'm uh, fucking Dolph Lundgren, whatever. <laughs> Well, I think this is also I'm the Dolph first. Lundgren, what the fuck ever. <laughs> this is the first time we also kind of see him sort of coughing. You know, like mm-hmm. maybe he's not well. He's been, he he had been doing he's it the whole sick, time. He's not sick. Not well. Okay. Yeah, I noticed it in the first scene he was in, and then thinking like, did they just film Dolph Lundgren when he had a cold? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. how the entire storyline happened. Mm-hmm. This is actually just a documentary. We we just we <laughs> yes, found out when this scene happened. This is just a day in the life of Dolph Lundgren, Dolph Lundgren around, <laughs> right? Telling people random yeah. things about foods, food, yeah. and speaking five languages, yeah. and f- giving physics yeah. lectures, sure. and <laughs> from here, from here. <laughs> from here he sends uh, Anthony who we've seen a couple times who's basically directing the group that went after Steve Austin mm-hmm. and Dolph has sent him a video of him killing all the henchmen and then just looking into the camera and cleaning off the knife no no it's great you, you got he's like boss the German sent us a movie <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like a movie movie <laughs> like, yes what this congeniality too yes, he sent you Dolph a DVD. sent us a copy <laughs> He said he really liked it. He's like, no, Sandra Bullock was great. It's a home movie movie. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, let's go. Oh, yeah. And then he like no, gives it's... a speech to the video that's on his laptop. It's like, I'm going to come for you, German, and I'm going to kill you and blah, blah, blah. And it's just yeah. like, Dolph can't hear you, dude. <laughs> and this guy is not threatening anyway. No, not in the least. No, he's wearing like this big, 
goofy, like tan. He's like a banker London who wants Bridge, to be a mobster. Uh, he's he's just London fog jacket. <laughs> London Bridge jacket. Yeah, London or whatever. And like this big Burberry scarf, like mm. Doctor Who scarf. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's, he's not you. threatening at all. No. But well, at least that pays yeah, off. Yeah, it, was, yeah, it pays off completely yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he sends the video, and then they show Steve Austin calling his wife and saying, or in being like, "Hey, hon, uh, run a little late. See you soon. Just wanted to hear you." And then he calls Doug. He's like, "Listen, Doug, I'm like out, Doug." Yeah, he's like, "Doug, everything's gone a little pear shaped here. Um, I think I don't want to do this anymore." And Doug's like. Well, yeah, you know, you could quit and I could send somebody else. Your, but your then, pairs are very good for getting your brother out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's all, you know, it's it's all of the, well, you know, economy's gotten worse. Don't think I'll be able to pay you. And your brother's kind of still having that debt. And, yeah. And he's Steve like, Austin's just not saying anything. And then he's like, uh, so what do you think, Tommy? What do you want to do? And he's like, sounds like I don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. Like, Doug's like, yeah, yeah, I guess you kind of don't, do you? No. <laughs> well, you're, you're not selling the scene completely because they say Tommy and Doug about oh, 30 yeah. times a piece on this phone call. Yeah. yeah which point. I don't even understand why he stops at a payphone. Like, what was the point of that? Why doesn't... Did you see him pick up a cell phone? Stone Cold don't have no cell phone. It was in the like, car wreck. Is this like Machete don't text? Like, yeah, Stone exactly. Cold he just, yeah. It was in his bag and that was in okay. the car. And... Mm-hmm. All right. But he's yeah, also so- like, he's just... He even throws away all the guns he gets. Yeah, he yeah. empties yeah. them and throws them away. Okay. All right. But yeah, he accosts an old man and has that dude drive him to Canada. He doesn't accost him. He's <laughs> no, like, he hey, asks him very politely. Well, I don't mean, you know, he just like, hey, old man. Hey, can you can you give me a lift north? Right. He's old like, well, man. I'm going south. He's like, well, here's some money. No, Keep the guy was money. going, going north. north. He was, he was, he was, he was just going. like, going that way. I'll take you The guy was fucking Canadian. That's why he was nice. We were just like, man, Steve Austin is going to get this kindly old man murdered. This guy lives with his front door open. I know. But what happens is that 12 hours later, they end up in Canada. And apparently Austin has told this dude his whole life story because when he lets him out of the car, he's like, you know, get out while the getting's good there, Tommy. Bye now. And immediately someone's waiting. He drops him off exactly where idiot dude is sitting there waiting for him yeah or like because one of the henchmen has put out a call to every low oh, life yeah, asshole they put it on the street they put it on the street that every low life asshole they texted a picture of steve austin they, which is really a silhouette of steve yeah. austin if you look at the graphic on that yeah. guy's phone they actually said that they are going to put it on the street right yeah yeah they so, put a, it was a craigslist misconnection exactly <laughs> She angry bald you, guy you angry giant bald man <laughs> broke my elbow yeah. call me uh, <laughs> but yeah so so <laughs> junkie i've never read this i know you hit me and this is crazy <laughs> no, <laughs> but you're steve no, austin no no <laughs> no bad no? stop right there because i'm about to ruin uh, <laughs> uh, bad on you what the <laughs> It's an anniversary! Uh, (laughs) Okay, so the junkie dude calls the henchman and is like, the henchman's like, I'll be there in 20 minutes. Just keep an eye on him. And this is Anthony's head henchman. Okay. So Austin... Anthony head? (laughs) Isn't it, really? So Austin walks down like an alley and the dude immediately follows him down and it's an alley where there's one little tiny bit of scaffolding and two dudes are welding something. Very intently. Man, apparently. they're welding the shit out of it. <laughs> There's really nothing else going on in this alley. There's some intense welding. Yeah. On that on the back of that alley. So dude just walks down to the scaffolding and just starts berating 
Austin. Well, he just goes, like Tommy, I know you're back yeah, there. Like, come on, you out. come out. And the dudes who are welding have not stopped welding. They are just these guys are dedicated to their craft. And then Austin just sort of walks around from out of the corner, just <laughs> just hands in pockets, just standing there listening to the guy. Yeah. Just walks up right on him. It's just like okay. Yeah, I'll listen to what to have what you have to say. And this guy, let's stress, this guy is not threatening at all. No, no, he doesn't look no. No, No, he doesn't look threatening. I mean, eventually he's got he shows he has some moves. Yes, he's got moves. When you first look at him, he just looks like he's like this is the whiny bitch henchman that Austin is going to just impale with a fence post. Yeah, but but I mean, he looks like that like late forties guy. Like when you're picking teams for a pickup basketball game, he'll get picked like sixth or seventh. You know, he you're looks, like, you're actually, not great, but you know, you're not, you're not the fat ass. Kind of reminds me of like back there, but Joe Pantoliano a little bit. Yeah. He looks kinda like Joe like, eh. a little bit, but, but not threatening at all. And he's yeah, just, just like, I know where your fan, I know your address and you got a pretty wife. And if you just give me that package, I'll forget about that address. And then they fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Steve Watts is basically like, or you could just walk away and I won't beat the holy hell out of you. And dude's like, bring it. Yeah. Let's fight. I can do this all day. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's what he tells him. (laughs) And then he must know some stuff because, I mean, he starts dancing around. around Well, they start off boxing. He, like, throws some boxing moves Mm -hmm. and then it moves into kicking and then it moves to pick up, you know. Then it moves into Stone Cold Steve Austin's world and he starts wrecking this dude. Sure. Mm -hmm. And and keep in mind, the scene is that it is snowing out and it is also raining sparks from the two dudes who are totally committed to welding. Stone Cold Do Steve Austin care. is beating the fuck out of another dude in your alley, five feet away from you. And On your workbench, yes. underneath maybe, your scaffold, using just, your tools. <laughs> here's my theory. They saw this shit going down there in the middle of welding, and they're just like holding the torch and like, whoa, mm-hmm. just watching it and completely forgetting the fact that they're flinging all these sparks everywhere. Yeah. They've probably cut through. Maybe they had to get it done that night. Maybe like morning was going to hit and like, yeah, no more welding. You, Apparently you guys, guys are, have never been in a Canadian union. I mean, that shit is, that's tight. It's intense. Oh, it's, yeah. It's hard workers <laughs> yeah, up you, there. You don't get the job done. They'll get another welder in there immediately. Yeah, I understand. They're all friendly until you fuck up a union mm-hmm. job. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, he smashes that dude onto the workbench, pulls out a nail gun and has it right at his throat. And the dude's like, oh my God, don't kill me. Yeah. Austin, well, Austin like comes at him like, ah, and then stops. And yeah. then again goes, ah! <laughs> and the guy's like, Jesus, God, no! Don't! And Austin just throws well, it he, away. He, yeah, and he goes, you better forget that address. Yeah. <laughs> and sends that guy on his way. I think yeah. he should have shot him with three 16-penny nails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I figured for the life of me that that dude was going to come back. But it, he doesn't. That dude never comes back. He nope. he, he actually heeded Austin's warning and was yeah. just like, fuck it, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Austin but spared me. The thing is, I'm Austin gets up and walks away. And immediately, sleazy British guy. Who oh, he's standing right there. Yeah. He's like right there. Yeah, it's like, hey. <laughs> he's like, you really, so, you need to give me that package. Yeah. And, and Steve Austin's just like, come on, guys. It's been a rough day. Yes. I don't want to have to beat the hell out of you, too. Mm-hmm. And... Then the girl sneaks up behind him, like where she was hiding, God only knows. But yeah, She's hiding with the scalpel. Sneaks up and, ta- and stun guns him in Gives the him neck. Gives him the stone cold stunner. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> There's your joke. Stone cold stunner. You blew it early. <laughs> it's, it happens. Sure. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> it happens with rage. I understand. Yeah. yeah, but so they they get Austin, but it's been established before this or somewhere around this point that 
the Dolph has <laughs> is still in the house, and he's meeting with the cigarette smoking man from the X Files. Oh yeah, and they're having a martini together, and this is weird. And we're sort well, of joking Dolph that Dolph is he's, just making a martini for him, right? And <laughs> it's and also explaining how martinis are yeah, made in his you know, Sean Connery-ish voice, <laughs> history of martinis. Yes. <laughs> yeah, vermouth, one part vermouth, <laughs> four parts vodka. Dolph's been hitting the head a lot. Yeah. <laughs> For the garnish of a single <laughs> olive. <laughs> but they walk through this this house, which I'm guessing is is his house because he's got it. Mm-hmm. He's moving into his new house. And, but he goes into this room and there's all this medical equipment in there. Yeah. And then it's established that the cigarette smoking dude is a doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it also his father? Because there no, was something about no, no, father's no, a different that. guy. Well, they said something about I've gotten all I can get from my father. Yeah, blah, but that's blah, not, not that him. wasn't him. Okay, that was yeah. an implication that he murdered his father. Sure, stole, okay. <laughs> stole, stole all his, stole his house. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. but we don't exactly know what the fuck is going on yet. But, but we know Dolph is sick, and here's this medical bay in the middle of this house, and cigarette smoking man's a doctor. Right. So mm-hmm. then we go we to, back to Steve Austin in a warehouse. Yeah. Tied up to a chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the guy's just like, you know, we want to hurt you bad. Because yeah. the girl's like pulling out scalpels right. and all that stuff. And then this is when Anthony walks in and he's yeah. like, you can't do that. The German wants him alive for some reason. I mm-hmm. don't know. But as soon as he heard your name, he his eyes lit. He got all he got all happy about it or something, you know. And, and Steve Austin's just like, whatever, dude. I'm sick of listening to you people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but the guy's like, all right, we got the trade. We just got to bring him over there and we're good. And then, you know, he's kind of talking shit to Austin, and Austin's just like, I don't care, dude. Yeah. And the yeah. guy gets close enough, of course, <laughs> for Steve Austin to headbutt him. Yes. Which, apparently... I think he sort of comes up to the chin, yeah. driving the chin up through his yeah. face. <laughs> Whatever he does, it kills the man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, straight up headbutt. Kills him with a headbutt. Yeah, because henchman's just like... Because the henchman's like, holy shit. He's dead. <laughs> he's dead. He, he just he killed him with one head. Yeah. He killed him with one head. And Austin's like, I guess he's having a bad day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sucks to be him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sucks, sucks to be to him. That's exactly what he says. And just smirking. Just sneering yeah. and uh, smirking through this entire... This part of the, the movie has... Just the best it is the lines, best part. the yeah. absolute best yes. lines from Stone Cold. Yes, <laughs> guy well, just does honestly, not give a fuck. Yeah, honestly, what it is is all the shit that you always want guys to talk when somebody has, like, when somebody thinks they have the upper hand on them. Mm-hmm. You always want your hero to be talking shit, mm-hmm. and this is exactly what he does. Because I mean, that's why you get Steve Austin because he will talk shit to anybody. Yeah, and he and does he's it good particularly it. well. Right. So because Austin killed that dude. The, the the henchmen are basically like, well, I guess we're going to take him to the German. Yeah, and we'll make like, our own deal. We'll renegotiate. And the chick, who is all gung-ho to torture him because he the dude that he fought in the store was her fiancé. Yeah. Um, she's like, I want to torture the hell out of him. And dude's basically like, just make sure he has a pulse. And then they leave. And so she's there, and she's going to torture him with her tools and her scalpels and, and stuff like that. Mm. And <laughs> so... They're both trying to get a rise out of each other. They're both sort of saying taunting things to each other. And like she was in, she was also in desert, you know, in Iraq or whatever. She was also in the shit. She's counterintelligence or some It's all that whole, we're soldiers. We know what it means to be in these areas. And she's like, yeah, I did interrogate people, but not for money, but because I liked it. And she breaks his finger. Um, Yeah. And the dudes are walking out of the warehouse and they hear Steve Steve Austin screaming. They're like, yeah, all right. right, She's getting it done. And then Austin's just sort of like... (laughs) 
you know, your your fiance died like a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, are you trying to get a rise out of me? And he's like, no, I'm yeah, just trying no, to tell you he died yeah. like a bitch. Yeah. Screaming, he died like a screaming, bitch. Like, Yeah, she starts hitting him, like, in the middle of him. Yeah, sentence yeah. And, and he shakes her finishing. hand because yeah. she's hit him too hard. And he's like, is that really all you have? <laughs> yeah, he goes, all you got is all you like got, a little bitch. Got a little girl. <laughs> yeah. So she goes and gets a hammer. Ball peen hammer. Yeah, and is going to hit him with that, and he's still like, you know, no, seriously, he died like a bitch. <laughs> he just, <laughs> just does not give up on this point. Keeps saying yeah. it. And so she's like, you're trying to get a rise out of me, aren't you? And he's like, yeah. And so she like jumps him, which well, breaks she, the chair. Well, she gets a, uh, a like a Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, because she's going to strangle him. Or garrot, and, if you prefer. And he is just flexing his neck muscles like, I thought he was going to break out of the thing with his yeah. neck. <laughs> I was hoping that would happen. Yeah. But, but no, the chair breaks. Yeah. But yeah, she uses too much force and knocks them over and then... He gets up and kicks her in the face <laughs> and kills her. Yeah. One kick to the face. Like she's like half his size and yeah. one solid kick to the face. She was, should have been dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then the and other the, guys, the, other the, the good part about this is the guys out front are like, something's wrong. I don't hear <laughs> it. Well, they're like, yeah, he's not making noise anymore. Yeah. And neither is she. Right. This isn't good. So they come back in and the, the, the black guy, like gets shot immediately as soon as he comes around the corner and the other guy hides and they have a little gunfight and then they mm-hmm. get into a fist fight um <laughs> which which ends with that dude taking the hammer to the face yeah cuz yeah, he like he, he gets like, behind him he, like, and yeah. uppercuts him with the hammer yes. from behind yeah. and then god that was so fucking throws brutal throws him face first into the like the little pool uh-huh. they had there well, like, and little once sharp again pool, I guess. once again sound design sells it cuz mm-hmm. there's oh, that yeah. there's Crunch. that that tink crunch sound of metal <laughs> metal hitting, hitting something jaw. metal crushing something jaw not crushing as hard teeth. as metal uh, that guy yeah. got it good yeah. yeah and then like he's around the corner and like about to get out of there and then black you're, guy shows up thunk. yeah he gets hit with a, like a beanbag gun and then the black guy is there and like wearing the bulletproof vest like haha i'm not dead after all mm-hmm. nice move and knocked about with the like two beanbag shots which is kind of supposedly weird. really fucking hurt. I'm yeah, sure they do. They do. They I'm do. Sure they do. But apparently, it knocks him out. Chuck? It yeah. knocks him out. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to talk about. Been beanbagged before. <laughs> I've been beanbagged. <laughs> don't be in Boston. Uh, don't be I got me, a Boston bro. Boston beanbag <laughs> once. <laughs> <laughs> Urban Dictionary. I love it. So, so Austin wakes up and he is strapped to a gurney mm-hmm. in the medical room in Dolph Lundgren's house. And Dolph Lundgren is now dressed like Hugh Hefner for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the well, red robe a, on. He had a velvet jacket like, yeah like a velvet smoking jacket on <laughs> yes. earlier in the movie yeah so he he's established that he's wealthy <laughs> and he's badass yes of course but, yeah. uh, but so yeah and this basically establishes that uh and this is uh, this is this, this is, is the when, twist yes. when you get fun pseudoscience <laughs> bullshit because he's like did anybody well, look up is this is actually a i thing? meant yeah i meant to, you guys keep talking i'm gonna investigate this, this what bullshit the cigarette thing smoking man up. tells him is that like, you know, everyone has either A, B, A, B, or O it's blood. A thing. Yeah, it's a thing. And that there is actual HH blood. Mm-hmm. And only like 0.04% well, of the like population has it. It's like a the real blood. thing. Yeah. It's like so a it's subtype actually of the a real thing. Real thing. Real thing. Man, I looked up, I looked up never told me this when I donated Bombay blood, blood group because that's, that's what I remember more in the HH. Yeah. yeah. So apparently it exists and it's not pseudoscience bullshit. No. It's... Though, though what... The purpose in this movie is is pseudoscience bullshit. Well, the the fact that like there was a connection where apparently 
Dolph Lundgren and, and Steve Austin back when they were in the military were in the shit together. Yeah. And there was some mm-hmm. kind of history there. And for these to be it buddies, to, it to be this rare. It's sort of like if like that guy you went to high school with also won the lottery and you won the lottery. Mm-hmm. It's like that kind of odds because apparently they are both this HH blood type. Yeah, it's weird, ridiculous bullshit. But basically, Dolph Lundgren has some sort of blood disorder in his rare ass blood. Mm-hmm. And it turns out like early in the movie, the Doug sent his henchmen, including Austin, to mm-hmm. get a physical. And that resulted in them finding out that Austin also has double H blood. And so sure. So mm-hmm. the whole turns out Steve Austin is the package. Boom, boom, boom. And he's wow. there to give his blood to Dolph Lundgren. So Dolph Lundgren can live because yeah. as he says, he's taken all he can from his father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's going to Keith Richards him apparently. Just, just switch blood. Yeah. yeah they're just, just going to Lance Armstrong. It, man. Yeah. Just take his dope blood. It. Just dope that yeah. shit. Yeah. And so, you know, Dolph does a whole thing where he tells him the whole story and then it's just like, well, I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. And goes up mm-hmm. to take a nap or something. Yeah. And so the cigarette He's smoking sick, man, man, I He's know, sick. I know, he needs to lay down. Let him take a rest. So the cigarette smoking man is going to start the process of getting the blood out of Austin, which really isn't a process. Anybody could do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I- He's just like, you, you failed already because I got to think it's wrong with me. Yeah, it's like he's, yeah, he's, he's a dead he's man. He's a dead man. He's a dead man anyway. He starts mumbling. And- yeah, and, and so Cigarette Smoking Man just doing <laughs> the it. dumbest shit ever, I which is just it. basically getting right up to well, his he's mouth. He's like, stop the drip, stop the drip. Yeah, he's like, what, what, tell me, what, what's like, the problem? And it gets right up to him. And so Austin basically vampires him to death. It just bites a chunk out of dude's neck. Yep. And so, and then so Flex th- is so hard that he yanks his arm out of. I mean, he does Arnold in uh, Total Recall. Yeah, yeah, he gets he out of the strap. The thing out by just ripping it out yeah. of the mm-hmm. moorings. The other doctor in the room has alerted the guards, <laughs> who then come in, and th- th- he's screaming, "Don't shoot him! Don't shoot him!" You know, no, but the oh, one doctor oh, yeah, who's yelling, saying. Steve Austin, just reaches over onto the table. Yeah, picks up a scalpel. Across the room, <laughs> right in the dude's cheek. Oh, yes, like oh, right in his mouth. mouth. Yeah, so good. And that's when the guards are like, "Fuck it," and open fire on him. Yeah. But one dude is already like distracted by. He, oh, Austin throws an oxygen tank at him. Yep. <laughs> and so that dude Hits starts him in the firing face with an yeah, oxygen. That tank. dude starts firing up into the air, and he's down. And then Austin picks up a gurney and just comes at the other guy who's shooting and takes takes out that guy. Yeah. Meanwhile, the the the. The black guy, bounty hunter, whatever he, they were mm-hmm. uh, from earlier, is like going to his car with his pile of money yes. and, and his one gun. <laughs> yeah, he's like, and ah, he's like free. putting it in the trunk, and then he hears all the gunshots. And for whatever reason, he's like, <laughs> I guess I better go back in there and see moron. what's going on. Yeah, like freaking moron. He's paid. He's yeah, done. That guy's dumb. But yeah, like he's already escaped death once with the bulletproof vest. But he's like, I'm not done yet. I guess mm-hmm. maybe I can get a little bit more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he goes back in like after Austin is like destroyed everybody and is about to walk out into the main foyer or whatever. Well, Austin has gotten both the guards guns right. and is is posing like freaking like the Expendables poster just guns in each hand like yes. all right, come at me motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Guns akimbo. <laughs> yeah. And so <laughs> so they sort of have like a peek around the corner fight with <laughs> as much as they can where they're right. just sort of peeking around and shooting and they both basically they empty all empty their, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> empty they, their they empty their clips and like but the funny thing is like the, the one guy like when he takes it out he's just like looks at it with this look like gun run out of ammo no he does like, give it's it, just like he's incredulous it. Like, that I'm it like, happened you're some kind of mercenary and like gun yes gun ran out of ammo yeah but they, they have words and 
like they're about to do this fist fight thing and then all of a sudden yeah. like the black guy goes oh uh, wait i had another clip another and clip. is about to shoot austin and then Dolph shoots him from like the upper staircase from, yeah yeah apparently was finally awoken from his nap he was like hey <laughs> shut up down there i'm sick and i'm trying to take a nap <laughs> and, and naps were invented my, uh, in the 12th century yeah. by <laughs> <laughs> baron von neppenstein were invented by baron <laughs> Just kidding to that joke. <laughs> just, I was revving up the Dolph Lundgren yeah. impersonation. No, you were doing the Sean Connery. Yeah. That's no, Sean Connery. He's doing both. He doesn't even sound like Sean Connery in this. Uh, he one did. time. One he time. Did. Yeah. Well, he was talking about the cucumbers. Yeah. The yeah. cucumbers. Cucumbers. So then it just became funny to do it the rest of the time. But then, like, it's like, I don't know. Dolph just flips the switch. Is like, fuck it. I'm just gonna spill your blood on the floor and gather well, no, it up with a spoon like, or something. Because he's like, he's like trying to lead him back into the room. Because because your blood's no good to me if you're dead. Yeah, I know. But eventually, but, but, he just yeah, decides, because Austin fuck it. fucking spins around and tears to take the gun from him and hits him in the face. Yes. That's the switch that flipped. Okay. Yeah. Austin is taking your gun and hit you in the face. <laughs> All right, then <laughs> it's a pretty big switch that gets flipped. I'd probably I, do the same thing. I didn't thing. say this. It was a small switch. When, I just said switch. Yeah. When your daddy flipped. tells you to go outside and cut a switch, this is not the switch <laughs> yeah. you want. No, no, no. <laughs> this is a big, yeah. big switch. Big switch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so they get in a, it's an okay fight. It's, I gotta admit, it's not it's a little the best awkward. fight in the movie. No. For the title fight of this movie, <laughs> yeah. you know. The title bout. Right. You kind of expect a little bit better. Yeah. That's This is the one thing that kind of let me down about the movie, was this mm-hmm. fight. Yeah. It, it's a little awkward. I was expecting the Stone Cold Stunner and. He kind of does it over yeah. a. Sort yeah. of, yeah. He well, he, he does more of a rock bottom again. Yeah, he plants him on the on the bar where. Uh, oh yeah, Dolph there, there's some good furniture smashing early going on, and yeah. For a rich man, he bought some cheap ass furniture. Yeah, well, oh, you yeah. know, IKEA sells you on a great idea, but yeah. But you sneeze wrong and it falls apart. I know, <laughs> and that's basically what happens. But yeah, so Austin kills Dolph Lundgren. Kills him. <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, he knocks him out and he's like ready to walk away. Oh, yeah. And then turns around and shoots him. Well, Dolph says something in, in, I guess, German, but it was more Russian than German, really. (laughs) Who knows? And Austin shoots him. And then he says something, too, that just. I don't even remember it. He punctuates it with jackass. It's just like, yeah, that's what I was going to say, jackass, or something like that. (laughs) Just, you know. And then walks out of the house and, like, well, he goes over to the black guy and takes his keys. Yeah. And then walks out of the house. Yeah, takes the Mercedes that unbeknownst to him ask the money what well, kind of should be known because the guy was like i have a lot of money yeah you should come with me but we he didn't see what car he was in no mm-hmm. but he his key took he his didn't know keys. if he was telling the truth whatever, I, whatever. He, he wasn't too aware Steve that there was a bunch not of money. concerned about money no. sure but yeah he takes the car then takes it somewhere trades it for a truck calls his wife well he goes back to doug oh well, that's right because oh, yeah, doug yeah, yeah. sold him up the right. river yeah yeah has a has a chat with doug yeah. Just yeah. to because they talk about how Doug has a shotgun hidden under the table. So right. he immediately grabs the shotgun and people right. in the bar are like, fuck it, we're out. <laughs> Except for one guy. <laughs> one guy. Yeah, one guy stops. He's like, yeah. oh, fuck, I got to drink this. Uh, oh, I paid like $9 for this drink. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. runs away. Yeah. They, he just basically is like, uh, I'm sorry. I'm I had to, you know, guy had more money, more power than me. I have sorry. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll walk away. Never talk again. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, then he goes and he like, boo, trades the car in and like, Gets this truck. He tells the brother the brother's crying when he goes to the jail. Yeah. That's like another pointless scene with the yeah. brother. Right. Well, he he takes he trades the car in, yeah. and the guy's like, hey, Stone Cold, oh, yeah. There's a you bag this the sack back. of something in the There's back. There's a package in the trunk. <laughs> and it's full it. of money in my trunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. hey. Yeah. He calls his wife and says, hey, remember that miracle you were saying about we get money. a miracle that I quit working? Yeehaw. I, 
I'll see you soon. Remember how you wanted me to quit doing everything that made us any money? Well, now it's made us all the money, you (laughs) bitch winner. I'm going to buy you a very expensive blanket that you can make wet. Yes. What? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. It's a wet blanket way for a wet yes, blanket. I understand. <laughs> a Washington wet blanket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can't always be alliteration. You gotta. No, I know, but the movie took place in Washington. She was a wet yeah, blanket. I was right. being accurate. Right. No, you got to say something like a Tulsa wet blanket. Okay. So a Tulsa Doom wet blanket. Yes, exactly. All right. But anyway, anyhow, I will school you on the ways of Urban Dictionary. I appreciate that phrases. Okay. <laughs> Let's rate this movie. <laughs> okay. Please. Yeah. please. Let's do that. I'm going to give it three jocks. Yeah. I give it credit for not being a bunch of jump cutty bullshit and not having any CGI bullshit. Uh, but the director, who is a stunt man yep. or stunt coordinator, stunts doesn't know how to start scenes or end scenes or edit scenes out entirely. Mm-hmm. There's, there's just a bunch of slow moving garbage in this movie. It's not garbage. It's not bad. It's just... The, you want the pacing of this movie to be faster and there's yeah. just a lot of okay I get it you're building characters but could you have them talk a little faster or cut yeah, a little I sooner or what I didn't like about the action scenes is they do the change the shutter speed thing yeah they did do that so it looks like stuff is slightly herky jerky yeah which I don't not like. as egregious as other yeah, movies it's not do as it. bad like like you can still clearly see the action yeah. but it it gives it that weird motion that yeah. I don't I just it's an aesthetic thing that I just don't like. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, this movie does a lot of things right. It does a lot of just old school stunts and stuff like that. And I appreciate the hell out of that. But just pacing is bad in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree with three jocks. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm somewhere between three and four mm-hmm. because like Steve Austin, they use him perfectly in this. Really. Absolutely. They use him in every way that you want him to be used. Yep. But that last fight is a bit of a letdown. And yeah, the pacing is just a little off. Mm-hmm. But it's still fun. I mean, you got bad guys with personality. You got Dolph making smoothies. I mean, there's just <laughs> and giving people random trivia about things for no reason. Yeah. They gave people stuff to do. The yeah. people who mattered in this movie had stuff but to do. But I want to mention how much I hate the soundtrack. It's one of those like completely obvious, like almost like too loud, mixed too loud type soundtracks like just the music portion of it i hate i don't know all the foley effects i absolutely love yeah well there was that one fight scene in the um in seth green's general store (laughs) where where the uh the music actually punctuated the punches a couple times and i actually really appreciated yeah yeah that's the best when the music actually plays along with this with the scene oh yeah but no stargrove no no (laughs) I think we're pretty much in, in sync here. I, I, I was thinking of three jocks here, too. Um, yeah, it's just it's a surprisingly well-done action movie for direct-to-video. Yeah. I mean, even compared to other ones of this level and scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's awfully tempting to give it a four. If they had trimmed about 15 minutes out of this movie, it was 95 minutes as is. It would have been a really nice 80 minutes. Um and something a little bit more satisfying in the end, because man, that last five minutes of yeah. of movie that didn't involve him kicking Dolph Lundgren's ass was just such a letdown. 
Yeah, no, like, yeah. like not I just tossing to, like, a grenade behind him and blowing up the house, or yeah. shooting Doug in the face when he goes back to him. I mean, I, I get it. it. You wanted to Here's, go for sort of a classy ending and and keep to the character, but you kind of want to punctuate it with Austin gets his just revenge yeah. on all the. He's had a bad day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cameras don't lie. Um, <laughs> but I just think he needed to take Dolph out. In some sort of more spectacular fashion. Yes. Something. Yeah. More that fight visceral. seemed like an afterthought, actually. Mm-hmm. It was just like, yeah. well, what do we do? Oh, uh, wait, just... we've got both of these guys in the movie. They need to fight. Yeah. Here. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. And like the last, the last, what popped into my head is the last scene of this movie needs to be just like, hey, baby, you believe in miracles? <laughs> As he opens up this bag. Yeah. Like, and then cut, just credits, yeah. roll it. Get over with. There was even like an extra three minutes of him getting in the truck, driving away, watching him drive away, then fade out slowly, and then roll the credits at the slowest possible speed ever. Yeah. Uh, I do want to note the writer of this movie also wrote one of the movies we saw the preview for before this, One in the Chamber. Yeah, that's going to show up. With Dolph Lundgren and Cuba Gooding Jr. Yes, Oscar winning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cuba Gooding Jr. (laughs) We can't do that before we do Chill Factor, though. I I, got to call Vito. If we're going to start with a Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr. movie. Come on. Mm. Oh, sure, yeah. I'm, chill factor. I'm all down for some chill factor. <sighs> There's a nuke in an ice cream truck, right? Yes, yeah. yes. And skeet. Yeah, this is yeah. true. <laughs> ah, skeet, skeet, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that. Oh, let's take a break. Yes, please. All yes. right. Welcome back. Hey, second half. Half number two, guaranteed to be more podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a good guarantee. Mm -hmm. So, movies. Movies. I think we've all watched some. We have. A few. I have. Yes. Operation Clean the DVR is still going along strong. Continues. Meaning that I've watched five, count them five. Five? Movies. What five? Which ones? Uh, I will start with a movie and its sequel. Because I can't talk about one without the other. Mm. Okay. Uh, these have been sitting on there for a long time. They were possible Banffcast-ish movies, mm-hmm. but I decided to go ahead and watch them because I've watched Archer long enough that I felt that I needed to watch these. First, I watched White Lightning, starring Burt Reynolds. Very yeah. nice. Very All nice, right. sir. And I think you know what the second one is. Gator. That would be the second one. Very Gator. Nice. Gator. The Gator sequel. Mc- Gator McCluskey. <laughs> so White Lightning is pretty damn close to a real movie like oh yeah surprisingly good mm-hmm. um like almost a vibe of cool hand luke era of filmmaking with a lot more action obviously yeah. because yep. the second unit director is the band cast own hal needham hell fucking yes which, oscar aka second oh, unit director oscar, is yeah. stunt director basically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oscar awarded I, yeah. hal needham i should say we need to Amend his name. I think he is officially how fucking need him now. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Works. So, yeah, I mean, that's like a really good movie, good pacing and everything else. And Uh like takes itself seriously and works. And then. And then Gator is directed by Burt Reynolds. (laughs) Yep. Still has Hal Needham as a second unit director. So you're still going to still going to get some of that. (laughs) Yeah. And it kind of has a totally different tone to it. It's. (laughs) 
It's, I'm Burt Reynolds, it's and I'm good old boy. Fun do some time. stunts. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot more smoking the bandit than yeah. not. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, isn't Jerry Reed Bama McCall in that? Yes, he is. <laughs> Bama McCall. Bama McCall. That's a great name. <laughs> and the so strange, good. the strangest thing between the first and the second one is that, you know, Bert's got a gal pal in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of borrows her from another person, kind of thing. It's a weird little s- dynamic that they have going on. Hmm. But then, like. Gator starts, and love. you know the movie's three years later, and he's got a ten-year-old daughter or so. Yeah, out of nowhere. Like, sure. don't worry about it, man. <laughs> Just these <laughs> okay. were weird, man. Yeah, hey, I mean, I it's got like, a daughter now. Nah. It doesn't <laughs> seem like that much of the time has passed. I think they quickly referenced something about her mother going away. Mm-hmm. But it's just like you have a daughter she now. Went away and- to live on a farm with other mothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. And. I always thought I always thought these movies like featured airboats for some reason. Like I thought that was like a thing. Like they're in the swamps and there's airboat chases. And yeah. no. I think whenever there's a swamp, you just assume there's going to be an airboat. There's not to airboat one. What? Now Gator, ha- he in the first one, he starts off and he has this badass speedboat, mm-hmm. and they do this crazy stunt thing with the cops chasing him, and yeah, he's got this super crazy speedboat. But that's the only boat action. Most of it's. Uh, Dukes of Hazard car type stunts. You know, mm. it's moonshining. It's all about moonshining. Yeah, that's the White Lightning, by the way. Fire. What isn't about moonshining? Yeah, really. but it's yeah. So it's all this whole life is one pint of water, <laughs> which is moonshine. Moonshine. Yeah. So I mean, did you like them both? I like them both, but in completely different ways. Sure. Like I was, I was shocked how like much of a real movie White Lightning was. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was just not expecting that vibe. I was like. You know, these days we see Burt Reynolds, and it's like nah. he's a parody of a person almost. You know, oh, it's like yeah, you can't be serious, but it's kind of a serious movie, and, yeah, and works. And yeah, I mean, Gator's fun just because it's like that one probably almost is Bamcast worthy, but I almost think it almost doesn't work without the first one too. Exactly, it's like, it's like you have to do your homework to watch that, and then we could enjoy Gator as a Bamcast mm-hmm. worthy movie. Correct. Yeah, but yeah, uh, the we do need a Burt movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, we we've gone t- far too long. Well, uh, there's plenty of others in that time frame oh, of. Oh yeah, well, we mean, have had. <laughs> Chuck is just like yeah. I, I'm sort I've of a seen bird connoisseur. I, yeah, I, you've I, seen them all. So. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, those have been sitting there a long time, and I was like, it's time. So you cleared off some of that percentages. Yep. Yep. That was. That was one. What else two. did you? What else did you watch? Do you want me to continue? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Just get it all out. All right. Um, so then I was in kind of a uh, a Britishy mood. I was like, switch this up from the southern, you know, moonshining fun. And uh, I decided to watch the Jason Statham movie Blitz. Don't even know what that is. Yeah. Is it about football? Um, no. Soccer. That's what's fascinating about this movie. Is American it, football. Was it about World War II? <laughs> I will explain what it's about in uh, a few seconds. Can I guess a few more times? Nah. <laughs> he was just like Steve Austin. He was nah. just like Steve Austin when the guy's trying to open the package. He's like, nope, nope. Yeah. Very well, continue. You're not too far off, actually, with your second guess. Oh, um, in in where the name comes from, uh, because it, it is like Blitzkrieg. Okay, but so it, it wasn't about like Derek. It's not a World Blizzard. War II movie at all. <laughs> oh, it's a, uh, it's actually it's a cop movie. Um. And it's actually a really good movie. Like, this is one of those things, like, you see a Jason Statham movie, and you're like, oh, good, another Jason Statham action movie. But the weird thing is, like... Oh, good. There are these... There are these... <laughs> oh, great. Diamonds of, of Jason Statham movies that are out there, like the like the bank job, 
Not not the Italian job, but the wasn't it called the bank job? Yeah, there's a bank job. Yeah. The Italian job's good too. And the, Italian uh, job's not bad. the mechanic is good. And the mechanic, yeah, this is like right in line with like the mechanic of like, oh, this was shockingly good mm-hmm. because he plays kind of a hard nosed loose cannon cop in this mm-hmm. small town. Well, not a small town. He plays like it's like the um, what's the bad side of London? The south southeast, I think. Yeah. Where sure south end? I don't works know. for me. Yeah, southeast. But, um, East End. Something. But, like, you know, he's Gloucester. like... Gloucester. West End girls. <laughs> exactly. All those. Lancashire. Mm-hmm. Right. Leeds. Liverpool. It's definitely not Leeds. <laughs> Leeds Stratford, is about the most boring place you Stratford could possibly upon go. Avon. That's Also it. the most boring place you could go. <laughs> Guilford. <laughs> anyway. So, like, you know... Germany. Like, like the movie Oxford. starts off and you don't even know, like, he's a, 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 you know, a cop because, like, there's some guys breaking into a car and he comes out with this, like... He explains it's some sort of Irish hockey stick type thing. Is it like a shillelagh? No, it's like this curved. It looks like a curved cricket bat. And apparently it's some ancient Irish version of like hockey. I don't know what it is, but he just beats the ever living fuck out of these guys that were breaking into a car. Sure. And then it's like, you know, then he's in the news of like, you know, loose cannon cop, you know, massacres these innocent kids, blah, blah, blah. And you're almost off the force. And then the real plot of the movie kicks in. It's just like, hey, this is a badass guy. And the, the title Blitz comes from this guy. There's this guy who's going around murdering cops and call, you know, eventually like gets in league with a, a news reporter and mm-hmm. says, like, I'm going to give you the story of what's going on. I'm going to murder these cops. Call me the Blitz as in the Blitzkrieg. Ah. And so, you know, Jason Statham kind of takes obviously takes an interest in I'm going to catch this guy. Mm-hmm. And it just becomes this very interesting cat and mouse violence filled movie. But way, way, way good movie. Way, way good. Yeah. Uh, what it, year is it? I mean, it's, I think it just came out like a year or two ago. It, he makes six movies a yeah. year. Yeah, but um, I like this is the first I've heard of that movie. I've stopped when I see a new Jason Statham trailer. I'm just like, oh, 2011 Jason Statham movie. <laughs> Jeez, Chuck, that's not nice. Well, he makes so many of them. It's like, you know. But I mean, I, he does make a lot. I, of them. I would yeah. highly suggest this one. I mean, it's uh. Like I said, I, I enjoy the shit out of it. Like the mechanic. I mean, it was just like, oh, wait, this is like a good one. This is not just like I'm shitting out a movie to be in movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does those sometimes. If you, like, if you like gritty, you know, super violent cop dramedy things. Cop I mean, and, and, the, and, the, and the villain things. guy is like really fascinating, too. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's like a, a good cat and mouse type thing and lots of lots of bloody action violence. Great. And it, oh, and it does one of the best like action cock teases I've ever seen. Like there's just like there's this chase. I'm not to give too much uh, away, but it's what? like there's this chase where it's like Jason Statham is going to fuck somebody up and then it like doesn't happen. And it's actually like really good. Like, I mean, like played really well. We're just like the music swells and you're like, oh, God, it's a it's on. Mm-hmm. He's going to wreck this guy. And then it's like guys come in and like pull him off and stuff. And it's just like it actually works really, really well because it's like for when it happens later, it's like, it makes it all that much better that like they teased you with it at first. Okay. So I'll allow it. <laughs> cool. I, I, like I said, I got it off of the DVR. I think someone said it was on Netflix. Yeah, I think too. it might be on Netflix. Yeah. So. Is it a hurling stick, by the way? Hurling? Yeah. That might be it. Or a Kamen stick. I, I don't know. I don't know. Wikipedia. Just, I, don't know. <laughs> I was UK listeners write in and tell us what it is. Right. Anyway, please do. So yeah. I suggest that. Okay. So then I was like, I'm in British mode. Um, right. So I'm going to do another movie that's on my DVR. And this one was actually recommended as for a Bamfcast movie. I wasn't entirely sold on that premise based on who directed it. And I know Chuck will disagree when I tell you who that is in a second. 
Uh, I don't think we ever posted this picture, but Moonpeer sent us, as per our request, an animated GIF or GIF of <laughs> of a suggestion and a question uh-huh. that I don't oh, think I, I, ever, remember. I ever put up. Right. And his suggestion was Dog, Dog Soldiers, Soldiers. By, oh, yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. by Neil Marshall. Right. Which I know Chuck is going to be like, fuck that guy because you don't like The Descent. But I, <laughs> However, like me, I like me some Neil Marshall a lot. I okay. didn't love The Descent. I didn't hate it like Chuck. I do think that's probably the least of his movies, but I have really, really, really liked his other movies. Mm-hmm. I love Doomsday and um, uh, what was it? Is it Centurion? I yeah, guess. Centurion. Yeah, Centurion was like shockingly good. Yeah, so I was like, can this guy, does this guy really make like a Banffcast worthy movie? I know it's like his first movie or whatever, but is it really that bad? And after watching it, I would say, no, I actually think it's like, yeah, that's one that's got a lot of fans. I think it's like, it's, but it's very much a love or hate movie. Apparently. Well, it's a, it's a, obviously an uber low budget movie. And I mean, it's, f- but for a starter, like m- movie, it's really good. And the weird thing is like, it almost plays off like a sci-fi movie, except for the blood and swearing and things like mm-hmm. that. Except like if one of those was made by somebody very competent, just with the budget of a sci-fi movie though. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, the whole idea is like, there's these special forces guys out supposedly doing an operation in Scotland in the middle of nowhere and they encounter werewolves. Yep. <laughs> you know, that's the idea of the film Happens, and, yeah. and like they have to barricade themselves in this old cabin and survive the night, you know, the, the night of the full moon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously shit goes down from there, but I mean, it's like, it's a lot of shots of like, let's not necessarily like full on show the werewolves. Cause we have kind of low budget, shitty makeup effects, well, yeah, of course. you know? So it's like, but I think it's like really good. Like it was, it was a lot of fun. It's just hmm. the only thing it suffers from is, is budget. And I think talent wise, it's a very good movie. Um, yeah, but it's, it's heavy on like the Britishisms. Like you have to, yeah. <laughs> you have to have watched a lot of movies to like really catch what they're saying. Right. Which I have. So, Oh, good. But, good yeah. for you. Okay. So, yeah, I, I knew it by reputation, but I figured it was not quite Bamcast worthy. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a great recommendation. Is. I think, like, you know, I, I highly suggest watching it for people that like the kind of movies we like. I just think, like, it's kind of a competent effort of a movie. Yeah, we don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I like when someone kind of accidentally makes a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> like today's or, or, movie. Or an entertaining movie for <laughs> yeah. some reason. Yeah. All right. So, and then what was the last one? more? Yeah. Just okay. finish it up. All right. Well, kind of as a joke, um, to to uh, you know, as in I'm clearing off my DVR. Another one that I had sitting on there for a while was Everything Must Go. Ah, I get it. The ah, Will Ferrell movie. I get that. So mm. I figured that should be the last one I talk about. Mm-hmm. So Will Ferrell in uh, more or less a serious movie. Uh, does it work? Uh, yes, I really enjoyed this movie. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> um, sure. He he plays kind of a down and out loser salesman who's had some problems with alcohol and basically he gets fired from his job goes home and his wife has changed the locks and kicked him out of his house and taken all of his shit and thrown it on the front yard and so he's like fuck life I'm going to start just living in my front yard (laughs) (laughs) so sure Mm -hmm. he's like you know got his lazy boy out there and all this stuff and like Eventually, like, the cops come by and they're like, sir, you can't live on your front yard. Mm-hmm. And his friend who's a cop is like, well, there's something in the byline that says you can have a yard sale for up to five days. Ah. So you can keep all this out here, but you got to be gone in five days. So he kind of, like, starts he starts acting like he's having a yard sale. And eventually, as the title implies, he's like, I'm going to sell everything I own and start a new life. 
Ah. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's good. It's kind of heartwarming. I mean, it's it's an well, interesting. Screw that. We don't want heartwarming. It's an movie. interesting little movie. I, mean, I I I really liked it. The the only thing is that some point in the movie there is a point where I think it's his cop friend comes by to see how the yard sale thing is going, mm-hmm. and he's leaning down talking to him in the car, and he's kind of done talking with him, and he just he goes like, "All right, thanks for stopping by." <laughs> <laughs> for, so for like oh, yeah, three or four minutes, brain, didn't it, it broke my brain because like for the next five minutes, I'm like, and stay classy, <laughs> stay classy. No, no, thanks for stopping by. <laughs> stay classy. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a charming little movie, and I highly suggest it. I, I believe that's on Netflix, isn't it? Too. Yes. I just had it on my DVR for a long time. You could have just deleted it and put it in your queue. I could have, mm-hmm. or I could just watch it in higher D's. Yep, Mo D's. <laughs> Don't you get a bunch of D's on your with your fast ass internet? Sometimes. <laughs> When Netflix is paying, more you know, was, was was playing nicely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you got like nineteen boxes to choose from, so I do. you can always I do. just keep flipping around. Well, yeah. usually, I, I, not to go off topic too much, but I, I usually have the best success with Netflix keeping the best quality using the PlayStation Three for some reason. I don't know why. Just out of mm-hmm. all the devices, that one seems to like keep the bandwidth up higher. Yeah. And I was trying to watch. I'll talk about it probably next week, but I've been watching House of Cards. That, that Chuck was talking about. And like right around ten o'clock, it was like it dropped. Like I was, I was in full HD down to like the lowest SD, and then yeah. up and down, up and down. And I'm like, that is the most infuriating thing about Netflix. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was just all of a sudden, it was, it was just I like, just got oh, rid of it. I was like, that is so pixely. Ugh. Yeah, but yeah, that's the five movies. All right, and Operation Man. Clean the DVR is going along swimmingly. Awesome. Now that I learned, I didn't really have to do that. Yeah, good job on that. That I can actually put an external <laughs> hard drive into my DVR and. <laughs> Move them to the new, uh-huh. one. but nice lesson learned. And now I've watched a lot of movies. So when you do that, do they just have some crazy encryption scheme on it? I guess I haven't actually tried to plug it in and look at the files. Cause I mean, that seems crazy to me that you could just do that. They're probably in some kind of weird okay. proprietary format. Yeah. Dish network only format, sure. but mm-hmm. it's not all of the receivers. Something but nobody's bothered to let everybody know that they've cracked yet. <laughs> right. Yeah. Huh? Um, I watched a charming little movie. What was that? A little thing that you might have heard of called Safety Not Guaranteed. Hey, I like that movie. Yeah. You talked about it. You did. Mm-hmm. I, did. I like that movie, too. Um, <laughs> Way to pile on. Charming is yeah. the best word for it. Yeah, it, it, it really is. Um, starring Mark Duplass and Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza. Those two names are hard to say together. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Duplass is a much better actor than he is a filmmaker. Um, <laughs> he is also... He co-directed uh, Jeff who is a pile of crap movie. Um, <laughs> is that the sequel? That's, <laughs> no, no. That that's I didn't realize out. how much you hated that movie. <laughs> um, the, the farther I get away from it, it's the, wearing him down more, the less I like it. Yeah, um, but one of those. I also realized that I knew I'd recognize Mark Duplass from something and he was in um, the league, the league. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. reasonably funny in the league. Mm-hmm. So just stop directing movies. Just be in them. Good advice. Yeah. <laughs> The only thing that I don't really care for about Safety Not Guaranteed is a part at the sort of pretty much the exact end of the movie. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's great up until <laughs> this part, and I don't want to say anything about it because I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but um, I love watching Aubrey Plaza do whatever she does. Um, I just be snarky. Yeah, okay. but she has this kind of like, She's much more vulnerable than she ever is in anything else in this movie. Well, I mean, she's got she's got moments in Parks and Rec where you can where they obviously show like the 
the real person the that's behind this shell of snark but mm-hmm. she does have that kind of the vulnerable snarkiness i i guess is is a good way to put it um because she's that's the new wes anderson movie isn't it the, the vulnerable, vulnerable snarkiness, snarkiness. Yes. <laughs> yeah coming out fall 2013 um, no it would be the <laughs> the vulnerable snarkiness of aubrey plaza uh, yeah, okay right. yeah you're right Starring, none, actually, I think that's no just, Aubrey Plaza. that's going to be the biopic about Wes Anderson some years later. Oh, okay, <laughs> vulnerable snarkiness. <laughs> yeah, um, but I don't know. I like the way she does snark. It's not. It's never as off-putting as um, most of the other people who get by on it. Uh, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I don't want to to give too much away about it, even though I mean it's not really a movie that you can necessarily spoil but oh i bet it is uh yeah yeah i, you, I wouldn't talk there's too one much thing about for sure it's that there is safety is not guaranteed right that is that is i guarantee sure. you that safety is not guaranteed right. is that nobody has that awesome haircut from the original safety not guaranteed internet mm-hmm. video thing oh i don't you know i honestly don't think i've seen that you should see that yeah i guess i should see that um you can take it to the limit <laughs> okay <laughs> Jesus, but yeah. uh, it's still one of my favorite things on the internet, and it's like freaking ten years old now. But it's great. But yeah, that I, there's a training montage in this movie that I really, yeah, really yep. appreciate. Um, because I mean, we all love training montages. Hell so yeah, we do. We, do. we um, absolutely do. So charming Aubrey Plaza training montage. Uh, Mark Duplass not directing a shitty movie, but being in a pretty good movie. And that there you have it. Um, uh, well, <laughs> great. There are a couple other good performances, like her, her two, basically her sidekicks is the way it ends up working out functionally, but mm-hmm. um, good performances out of those two as well. Honestly, everybody in that's good. Yeah. Even um, the girl that, like, the even the woman, like, that the editor guy oh, kind of has a relationship with, too, uh, is yeah, really the, good, too. Oh, like, like yeah, the old high school flame or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, it yeah. is where he kind of yeah. reunites with her. And, um, and what's her name that plays his boss is pretty good in the... 20 seconds of screen time that she gets. Yeah. So <laughs> Chloe from 24. That's right. Oh, I'm Mary Lynn. Yep. Yeah. She needs sockets. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. She's collecting yeah. sockets in this movie so she can mm-hmm. give them to Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. Great. Open, of course. Spoiler. Anyway. Right. Um, <laughs> that's all I watch except yeah. for more Walking Dead. Hooray. Walking Dead. Yep. I need to catch up. Uh, I watched Skyfall again with director Skyfall. commentary by. Yeah. <laughs> I let it crumbo. Crumbo. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I watched it with Sam Mendez's uh, commentary. You watched it with Sam Mendez? How'd you do that? I hit a button on it oh. that said Sam oh. Mendez commentary. I thought like you went to his house. And yes, he was I like, did. Hey, check out this movie. Yeah, he, was like, <laughs> over. he was like, dude, you love Skyfall, so come on. Let's watch but, American um, Beauty together. <laughs> yeah, listen to him. Like, there's That commentary is really good. That commentary is worth listening to. And I know a lot of commentaries are kind of... Not not at all and it's kind of nice to have one that doesn't suck though he does drop into narration like near the end of the movie he kind of gets into narration mode but get tired yeah but he does describe it as the home alone ending <laughs> and that's but, awesome not but the early on <laughs> when he describes um the action scenes he explains that they made a conscious decision never to use handheld during the action scenes and to not have more than two cameras filming the action scenes. Smart. Genius. Which is how it got that old school feel. Mm-hmm. Is because they were like, 
this is how it used to be filmed is you lock down that camera and if it's on a dolly, it's on a dolly, but we're not having dudes run around with handy cams doing this shit. Right. So that already made me appreciate it, but it made me appreciate Roger Deakins even more because he, yeah, because he was just like some of the, like some of the amazing stuff that's in that. He's like, yeah, we, we were just going to do it this way. And Roger Deakins was like, no, do it this way. And it's a billion times better. You know, yeah. like the shot where they pan up from all the flags of all the coffins mm-hmm. and Judy Dench's way at the end. Like, they're like, yeah, that's a hundred percent Roger Deakins. Like none of us even thought of doing that. And he's like, no, do it like this. And it'll look great. And he was right. Yeah. And then he didn't win a fucking Oscar. So no, fuck you guys Boo. in the Oscars. Yeah. But that, I mean, it's worth it. That's one of the few commentaries worth watching. I tried to start watching the, uh, because I was moving all weekend, so I was packing boxes and stuff. Sure. But um, I tried to watch the the one with, like, the producers and the other stuff, and that was complete crap. Don't. <laughs> uh, it was just like. Yeah. There's, Although that you there's think- Jolene from Catering. We got her in that scene. Oh. Yeah, you, you know, and, and it was just a lot of, like. A lot of just, just inside baseball. Yeah. Like, not even trying to. I don't know. I just, I didn't like it at all. Sam Mendes is, is very specific, and it made me want them to, to like he and Roger Deakins to make a reaction movie. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Huh. Just cause of the way they decided to film so many things. Yeah. But yeah. There's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that I like that he reveals that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I just love that when he, like I laughed out loud when he called it, he says, yeah, yeah. Now we get to the home alone ending. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to call it that because everyone else is going to call it that. So <laughs> I was like, good on you, Sam Mendes. Yeah. And he mentions that they wanted the gun barrel in the beginning, Chuck, mm. but it messed up the shot that they use where he comes into focus with and pull and draws the gun. Whatever. It's a pretty awesome shot. It's it's a DVD menu. And shot. at the very end, he implies that if you're not using the gun barrel in the beginning of the next movie, you've probably not done your job properly. Really? And if you're and you told me he's directing he's the next directing one. He's directing the next so one, so I think you'd better expect the gun barrel at the beginning of the next one. It, Just saying. <sighs> I just I don't, I don't even want to think about it. Yep, you just get so irrationally angry. <sighs> no, it's rational. It's justified. Yep. But anyway, <laughs> that's all. That's all I watched. So I watched uh, Paranormal Paranormal Activity Three. <laughs> Yay! Which is the '80s one, which sort of irritated me because they did not use the technology properly. Wait, I'm sorry, I missed part of what you started with. What'd you watch? Paranormal Activity Three. Okay. I like the premise of it. Okay. I, it it sort of irritated me that, and I understand the reasons why, but when you're talking about setting up a bunch of VHS cameras in your house, it doesn't look high def. Yes. Fair enough. So just the concept right away irritated me. The fact that they had a Teddy Ruxpin in this thing and did not use it to its potential for spooky ghost shit. But come on, that... That one had the best, like, holy shit, how did they pull that off? Scare thing. The, so the care, the, the... Yes. Well, first of all, okay, the the simple addition of that oscillating camera... And the fact that you can hear in your rear speakers the fan yes. hum the whole time. Yes. So, the addition of that just jacked up the tension of this movie big time because mm-hmm. you know as this thing is going back and forth that something is going to happen in one of the pans and it's going to freak your shit out mm-hmm. and then when they finally pay that off it's like 
Holy God. Yes. They just went fucking balls out on that moment. I need to watch this friggin' movie just to see this scene, apparently. It's pretty good. Because that's all anyone talks about when they talk about this movie. It's pretty good. I was not expecting it. I mean, they were using that shot to its potential a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Um, But man, the the final time they use it is just (laughs) great. And it produces the exact moment you want, which is, we're getting the fuck out of this house right now. Mm -hmm. Pack the shit. We're gone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So... I was I was pleased with that. I was not pleased with the overall backstory of what was going on in this. I thought that turned out to be total horseshit and just just I I think these movies work best when there's as little explanation as possible. Sure, you really sure. don't oh, need yeah. it. And this thing just goes almost all out in trying to explain what's going on here and it just didn't work for me. I thought I it was I think I think when you watch the next one, you might be pleasantly surprised because I think that I think three is as, as deep into the mythology as they're going to get. Okay, I figured as much, and I liked it. Don't get me wrong. Right, I just the but '80s I, technology was a little the irritating. Part of the bathroom, though, that was fucking awesome too. Yes, just because that is one of the few things like that is one of the childhood uh, dares or sure. urban legends that like freaked me out the most as yeah. a kid. Yeah, that like that they were using that as a thing, like. That whole scene, I was like, that just had, like before it even really amped up. I was on edge because oh, sure. I was like, they say this, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Like inside, I'm like, fuck, because that's always scared the shit out of me when I was a little kid. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm continually impressed too by, you know, when they're when they're showing these static images of camera shots and stuff like that. You're 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 always looking around for what's going to be the thing. Sure, you're just looking at objects and and things and parts of the room. It's like, okay, where's the scare going to come from? You know, it's coming. Mm-hmm. But I'm amazed at how many times I'm wrong as to what the thing is going to be. And I, I appreciate that a lot. Well, you should watch the next one. I mean, well, I plan to. Yeah, do. it just wasn't on Netflix. So I didn't yeah, get it's it. Not yet. Um, I have to probably have to Redbox that one. Yeah, and I will. Uh, the other movie I watched was I took one for the team and eliminated this from contention. You son of a bitch. Uh, Double Dragon from 1994, which is Double Dragon. pure awfulness. That's got Robert Patrick in it. Yeah, it does. Doesn't that have Party of Five in it, too? What yes, it? it does have Party of Five yeah. and, and the chairman, uh, Mark DeCascos. <laughs> does it have any dragons? No. Does it have double the amount of dragons? Zero that- dragons. What? For a movie that promises in the title, <laughs> double the usual allotment of dragons. Zero, zero dragons. Uh, this The movie is so bad, they couldn't even bother to get a widescreen print of it for Netflix. It is full frame. <laughs> Junkiness. Uh, yeah. it, it's so bad. So bad. Uh. <laughs> so unbelievably bad. Like, uh, we should have watched it. No. This is this is no. This is anger-inducing bad. This is Theodore Rex bad. This is people love those episodes when we do them. There there are people like doing fucking hacky sack and dressed like clowns and just hula hooping and just like you will just start screaming at the screen. What is going on? What are you people doing? What is happening here? It's that early nineties nonsense mentality of just throw everything into a movie and maybe some of it will come out okay. Well, it's that. What it's always felt like to me is early 90s old people trying to <laughs> co-opt youth culture mm-hmm. and not, oh, yeah. understanding, not understanding it, it. in the least. Yes. Well, the, entire, the entirety of that can be summed up in the first Ninja Turtles movie when they go to the warehouse. That entire warehouse that they go to mm-hmm. is what old people saw the youth of early 90s as. Because they go in there and there's 
video games, loud music, neon, skateboarding, yeah, potato Dude. chips, soda. Yes, that's like, this movie. like the club and hackers that they go to. Oh that yeah, is the, yeah. Like I was like, why didn't why didn't that exist? Why didn't that yeah. exist? Oh yeah, because. Yeah. Like they're rollerblading around yeah, a yes. neon room yeah, that's and the there's same computers. Thing. That's and that's the same thing. Let's just and that's walk the same up thing. and hack something. And that's you the know, same thing like, as this too. God. It's one of those movies like there's there's a cataclysmic event, an apocalypse type thing. And then after the apocalypse, people pair off into groups and adopt some sort of uniform mm-hmm. that is like odd that they've all decided to wear like schoolboy outfits or there's an entire gang dressed as mailmen. Or, you know, a gang of mimes. So it's like the shitty warriors? Basically. Okay. They, there are four mm-hmm. or five factions of gangs, but they're all very specifically themed. Yeah. Here are the mailmen. Here are the, <laughs> the mimes. It's it's odd. It's just like they raided a warehouse of costumes and was like, okay, we've got 20 mime costumes. We've got 20 mailmen costumes. Mm-hmm. Put them on, everybody. Yeah. I, I feel like I need to watch this movie. It's on Netflix Instant. Okay. Go right ahead. I swear, there is a moment that I swear to God, I almost got up and walked out of the room. It was so bad. <laughs> you almost walked out of the theater in your own house. In my own house. Yeah. I almost like went out Ouch. to the driveway. <laughs> and put a bullet in your head? Or? No, 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 no. no. Okay. But just basically. He just sat down and thought about what he'd done. Like Alyssa Milano is in this movie and there's a character that's taunting her and says, and gets the upper hand on Alyssa Milano and says, now who's the boss? And it's like, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. And uh, and there's a there's a follow-up joke that, that Alyssa Milano says to the person who was taunting her. Apparently, the actress used to be on General Hospital. And so Alyssa Milano says, generally, I put people in the hospital. And I'm like, these two people are taunting each other with jokes that don't make any sense. <laughs> Inside jokes. So terrible. It's like The Expendables 2. It's it's just yeah, it's as un- un- uncomfortable as times yeah. as the Expendables do. Mm-hmm. You're just looking at it like, what the hell is going on? Oh Lord. man, we invented a drinking game for it. It's just it's. I think you said something about that on Twitter. Did you post the rules for that drinking yeah, game? Yeah, I'll send you the rules. Thanks. I posted them in my. Uh, is this like a your water cooler murder yourself drinking blurb? game? You will be fucked up. Okay. You will get fucked. I'll well, put like, it, I mean, I'll put well, it in the well, chat Like, right like you now. couldn't do a Mr. Jonathan drinking game because you would be dead. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. You'll like, be dead in oh, this. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So I'm, it's not really a drinking game. It's more like a... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a, a game. game. More like a suicide pact. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what drinking game isn't a suicide pact? <laughs> okay. If it's, not, if it's not highly likely that you could die during a drinking game, yeah. you don't fucking play it. Yeah. Okay. No, I can't post that in the chat. It's too long. Bummer. Don't, don't, don't. The drinking game? Or you could post a link to it. Yeah, I'll do that. Link it. Link it. Link, link, it. link it in. LinkedIn. So. It will not be on LinkedIn. <laughs> time for some contact information? Well, we got an email. Do Oh, we do. Let's yeah, do we that. Do. We, we got the Garfield phone over there, but I mean, he, sure. he doesn't always narrate our emails. <laughs> there are no voicemails this no, week. No, didn't do that No. Dateline, Garfield. You know, you pick up the phone, it goes, date, 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 date. Yeah. You got voicemail now. I get that now. He didn't do it this time. But this one is from Jay. Hey, Jay. Hi, Jay. Where he Hi, says, Jay. Uh, managing an out-of-control film collection. Huh. Says, hey, Banffcast crew, Jay here, and I would like to discuss an issue I think we all have experienced. In my apartment, I have one wall devoted to my movie collection. Over the holidays, with gifts and Black Friday sales, I filled what little space I had left with DVDs and Blu-rays. My original plan was to move to a bigger apartment and make a second bedroom, an office, and movie collection room. When that plan fell through, I gave in to the idea of using a CD binder for my DVD collection. I should have done this years ago. I'm loving the extra space it's given me, and it's much easier to look through my collection. 
My next goal is to rip these DVDs to my computer and then shove the binder in a closet, forget about it, and then say, oh yeah, I remember these when I pack up and move. Oh, who am I kidding? I'm going to fill that space in a year and have to do this all over again. Crash and burn, Jay out, sent from my Game Boy printer. Jay, the best um, thing you can do with a movie collection that's out of control is to rip that shit to a hard drive and sell everything off. I've, I've done that once already where I sold off everything that I was like, I don't need to keep this. It was yeah. about seven years ago. Didn't you sell off like 400 DVDs or something? It was no, it wasn't that many. I mean, it was probably around 200. But yeah, I mean, it, it was like amount. Yeah, I posted it on God back then. You know, to show you how long ago it was, I posted it on MySpace, and all sorts of people were like, "Oh, cool!" You know, I just gave a list, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, six bucks a movie mm-hmm. if you want them, because you could still charge six bucks for a DVD. Oh, that's before they were totally yeah, useless. Yeah, before <laughs> you could go to a store and buy them for yeah. two dollars, right? But um, no, six bucks yeah, for two hundred. Because what I, I mean, back in the day, I used to just every Tuesday, I'd be like. Have I heard of that movie? Yeah, people seem to like it. Oh, it's got Samuel L. Jackson and I like him. I'll buy that. So, you know, I had a friggin' bazillion movies and I hadn't even opened half of them. And I was like, you know what? I just need to get these out of my house because there are just too many. So, yeah, so I sold a whole bunch of them off and I've kind of in going to Blu-ray, mm-hmm. you know, I've only I've been very stringent about what I pick up. Like I have to have seen it. That's good. And I have to, you know, like, I mean, it's a sad thing that I have to say that, but I have to have seen it and I have to kind of, you know, be like, I want this in the collection, don't I? And yes, yes, I want it in the collection. Yes, you do. Either that or I found it on Amazon for like $2. That's also like a uh, walk hard, the Dewey Cox story or whatever that is. It's a good movie. Don't I have that movie. I've never watched it, but I got it for like $2 on Amazon. You totally so. should. Yeah. Yeah. But now that I'm probably, well, I am moving after I get married. Mm hmm. To a smaller place until we can sell my house and find a bigger place. Right. So I'm debating what to do. I may be doing the binder thing. Rip that shit. I know. Rip them and sell them. But can you rip Blu-rays? Yeah. I have to get a Blu-ray drive for my computer though. Start with the DVDs. Yeah. I'm going to. Seriously, you will feel so much better once they are out of your house. Especially the TV ones. Like I need to sell off all my TV sets. Because yeah. the, the problem with TV sets is they take up so freaking much space. Yep. And like with Blu-ray, I love that everyone's like it used to be, you know, when you bought like a season of 24, you could unfold that thing in the Blu-ray case and it would be like, you know, three feet across and it's all <laughs> sorts of DVDs. And you're like, yeah, this is sweet. Mm-hmm. And nowadays I'm like, yeah, they put them all in the tiniest case possible. <laughs> this is the best. It is the best. Like, I love that Blu-rays have gone to like, all right, we don't need a giant ass set that's like two feet wide on your mm-hmm. shelf. Aside from the Bond films. The Bond films are the only one I have that really does that. Sure. But yeah. I'm just thrilled like every set that I have that unfolds like that, like 24 and the X-Files and stuff like that, is on Netflix. I don't even have to open these fucking things. I know. <laughs> I, the only reason I'm keeping them is for that day that I've imagined in my head that the EMP goes off <laughs> and wrecks everything, but then my yeah, brain yeah. doesn't comprehend that my DVDs aren't going to play either, but Chuck, <laughs> just you, the day there's no more internet. you got to keep spare electronics in your bunker. <laughs> okay. Why don't you have spare electronics in your bunker yet, Chuck? I'm still working on deionized water. Jesus Christ, Chuck. <laughs> Come on, You're Chuck. like six years behind. I know. The next time that fucking meteor comes around, I, you're fucked. Next time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll see who has the last but laugh meteor. The Chinese <laughs> are going to blow up a nuke in our atmosphere. They're going to fuck us all. You got to be ready for that shit. Okay. Alex Jones has joined us here on the podcast. <laughs> you do have to be ready for that shit. 
Yes, <laughs> that's right. If there's one thing you got to be ready for, it's yeah, that it's, shit. That is that but, shit. Uh, precisely. But no, it's it's just it's funny how culture has evolved somewhat away from the physical media like that. Yeah. Because it used to be you walked into a dude's house and you have a wall full of movies. You'd be like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. You got a wall full of movies. And now people are like, holy shit, why do you have a wall full of movies? I know. It's like, dude. It, what are you, a caveman? <laughs> why do you think I have it in my little office, like off to the side yeah. where nobody yeah. sees right away? Well, yeah. I mean, I have sweet bookshelves, but now they're... <laughs> I don't know yeah. what they're. I don't know sure. what's happening to them now. Yeah. So they're creaking know. under the pressure of your. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of stuff. I always like wanted to buy DVDs, but never had like spare money to just go out and buy DVDs. And now that I do, I just yeah, yeah. move on. No point. Yeah, yeah. Do I, wait, do I hear the Garfield phone ringing? Actually, what? I think you do. Ring, ring, <laughs> ring, ring. <laughs> That's, that's no, it doesn't fun. ring. It says, I hate Mondays. Ring, oh. ring. And lasagna. I hate Mondays. I hate Mondays. Man, I'm calling you during a live podcast, so I don't know if I'm actually going to read you, but for animation, uh, you have to do Redline, which is a Japanese cartoon that took seven years to animate. They went through so much detail. It's a racing anime where everyone has weapons and tries to take each other out, and they're illegally racing on a cyborg planet, and the entire cyborg army is trying to kill them. Uh, it's really good. Actually, I don't know if it's good or bad. You know, it's one of those where it's really borderline. But definitely check it out. That's Redline. Scott out. Thanks, Scott. Talk to you later, bud. Babe? Did you, you call me? No, Thanks, babe. Bud. bud. Talk to you oh, later, bud. bud. Hey, babe. Bud. Yeah. Babe. <laughs> you you channel right. and Burt Reynolds were thinking, <laughs> talk <laughs> to you later, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, Life, babe. Bye. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Burt Reynolds impersonations have become... Yeah. Turd Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. yeah have become Norm Turd McDonald. Ferguson, Norm McDonald's impersonation. Yep. Going well, forward, all, all Burt Reynolds will be is Norm McDonald. Well, w just is like, just Will Ferrell. That's all we... Yeah, yeah. Well, well I love the that they actually acknowledge that with Richard Nixon, where it was like, you're just doing Dan Aykroyd doing... <laughs> right. or, or Bob Dole, actually, is what it was. Oh, right, Where yeah, Bob yeah. Dole was actually on the show, and he goes, you're just doing an impersonation <laughs> of Dan Aykroyd doing an impersonation of me. <laughs> Bob Dole doesn't like that. Nope. No. But anyway. Bob Dole likes contact information. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bob Dole By does. the way, Thanks, Scott from Dallas, for that voicemail. Absolutely. Yeah, we will. Man, we're going to have to do animation. Do we have to watch Twizzlers, too, if we do Red Vines? Twizzle, Twiz. Uh, red, red Line. Red Line. Red, line. red, red lines. lines. Oh, you did it. Jesus. Is there Drink a movie called Pitt, Twizzlers? Though. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. It may not Crazy Delicious. Red <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Tell everyone outside of contact. All right. Well, um, as folks uh, watching us on the live stream right now will know, we are... are at YouTube, we're doing live streams when we record the podcast. We will throw it out all over the social medias. Ew. We will splatter the social media with all that information. No. Um, so you can watch us live when we record on YouTube, youtube.com slash bmfcast. Mm-hmm. Other ways to get in contact with us, send us an email to bmf at bmfcast.com. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, or youtube.com slash bmfcast. Twitter. 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 Search for us on iTunes. You can subscribe, rate, and review. You can find us on Stitcher, which is an app for all of your relevant mobile devices, which will stream our goodness directly into your head through magic. <laughs> no. Oh, no. It's made <laughs> internet. indistinguishable. It's through Indistingu- internet. Indistinguishable. All right, then. And you can check us out on the website, bmfcast.com. And shameless plug, there's a shiny little donate button on the side there. Oh, yeah. This shit ain't free. Really, I mean, it's free for you, but it's not free for us. So, if you can help us out, we would appreciate it a lot. And all, as always, we appreciate the people that have donated. Yes, yes very, very much. much yes, so. thank you. I mean, 
Look at all this. This is all. Yes, I know doing. all this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Studio furnishings made possible by MRL construction. All right. <laughs> and finally, Ding. this little buddy that I have in front of me this episode, cute little orange guy, your friend and mine, the Banffcast hotline, the Garfield phone. Mm-hmm. Give us a ring, 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 910-556-9263. And like Scott from Dallas, we'll put you on the fucking air, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A right. <laughs> Shit, yeah. <laughs> Put you on the fucking yeah. air. Crush that shit, bro. That's right. <laughs> Put you on the air and jam some <laughs> credence, man. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, I think I hope not. Probably uh, do it. Good. Uh, Let's uh, get out of here. Okay. Right. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. And I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out. 